Is it gone or is it still? Is it Somehow back? Rush the release. It sounds good. Hang on. It's gone. Okay. Yeah, what'd you do? Well, I just plugged my Zoom into something else. A different power supply. Yes. So the power supply you were plugging it into was bad. I'm only muffled because I'm way back here. Where's uh, where 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 where's where's Steve Kulov to talk about power supplies when you need them? Well, it's, it's powered by USB. It should sound okay now. How does it sound now? How's Maybe it sound the USB power's now. bad. Maybe it's unclean. Maybe. Now it sounds great. Holy cow! <laughs> what what kind of port is it? A micro USB on the H6? No, it's just it's it's just. A regular USB. Um, it's not the cable. The cable seems to be fine. Just has, seems to be like the thing that it was plugged into. Huh. You know, it, it, it might be a little overkill, but um, you know, I bought for a couple of things. I bought um, I bought like the, the official Raspberry Pi power adapter because as far as i can tell it seems to be really high quality and it did improve like the noise that i got out of the uh gba consoleizer before i knew about the ground loop isolator so like i kind of just feel like it's i mean i i don't really know i'm, I'm not steve kulov but uh <laughs> i think it seems to be a pretty like the official raspberry pi power supply seems to be a really good micro usb power supply Is that a donation that I see in the corner there? Just... Oh, there, well, there was uh, there was a donation from uh, Ben Brody asking uh, Joe Redifer if he preferred dogs or cats. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm assuming he said cats. What if he likes both? I I, I did not catch if he answered it, but but Joe does perhaps strike me as a cat person. You know, I I used to yeah yeah Joe uh, Ben Brody wanted Ben Brody donated to us to ask you uh, <laughs> cats or dogs. He prefers cats, but he likes both. <laughs> you know, I I used to like before like not necessarily before the internet, but before cats took over the internet. Like I generally assumed dogs were more popular than cats and maybe that's just because i'm a dog person but like nowadays i just assume people oh. I, I assume you're a cat person before i assume you're a dog person now. let's do that I, I i used to feel like i was in a majority and now i feel like i'm a minority with being being the dog the dog person <laughs> try now you're really tiny i just switched over to the game yeah well not only am i really <laughs> tiny but on my TV, I've got like 144p. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm I'm like 10p resolution right now. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I I see a blue smudge that I think is my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, is there any functionality to the GameCube version that the that like is in any way a downgrade from the Dreamcast, or is it is like it's, the it's not a downgrade? Upgrade? It's just it's it's 
probably it's probably the best console version because well, i mean the reason i yeah. was i was asking was because i mean like the gamecube i just don't know much about the broadband adapter like it wasn't it's not something that i ever had um and uh it uh I, I, it, it just wasn't widely supported so i just don't know a lot about it yeah Oh, we got it. We got two uh, reals from from Ed Carlos World. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Saying I I, I love this game. <laughs> uh, if anybody Greetings wants to from join, and you have the ability to join, uh, uh, shit serve, <laughs> which I assume is how it's uh, supposed to be pronounced. S C H uh, T S C R V. Uh, you, and you can you can do all the stuff that they say on there. You can join the server, and uh, we're in the the GC. What is it? Uh, Terra something. Um, like should there remember. should there be game audio? Oh yes. There Apparently is. the overall volume is pretty low. I don't I don't know if you want to do anything about that. <sighs> Uh, it's Terra Luna, by the way. So, is there any character creator, or j does yes. like the class you want to play just look like a, a set thing? No, you can very much create your own character, and that was one of the nice things about uh, Fantasy Star Online, um, kind of leading that you know, so long ago, you had a lot of MMOs that were kind of coming onto the scene at the time. Uh, primarily, you know, I can think of like EverQuest and, you know, not too long after Star Wars Galaxies. And they had a lot of character creation, but the actual fact that PSO had a slider and you could actually mm. go and very fine-tune parts of your character um, really kind of was revolutionary for its time. And the fact that, you know, it was on console first rather than on PC was, you know, really something that just was not done. Well, yeah. not only that, but it was, it was outside of the cost of the game, it was free. Well, version yeah. one, at least, was but But there's free. not like, but it's not like you've got like an Let's entire go down to the planet. world. Let's just go down the forest one and just start doing stuff. So we're not just like running around the, the <laughs> But I mean it's I, I assume it's free because when you go into like gameplay it's it's an instanced area, right? Oh, you're like down here. Yes. You know so you gotta... it's not that the whole world I mean if the whole world was was uh you know, had everyone in it on from the server, then it would you know, I, I assume it would have at the time been a, a pay game. Is that better, Joe? Let's see if I just I cranked up the gain a little bit. Oh, you know what it probably is? I can probably do this. Hey, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Kayak, that's better. Uh, who is, is in the chat and joined, uh, helps run um, SCHT serve. And um, big oh, shout oh. out to them. Thank you for, you know, hosting this and doing this. I've I played off and on uh, on the server 
on Dreamcast, GameCube, and Blueburst. So if you don't even have the game, uh, you can totally get Blueburst, which in my opinion actually is the best version, but you have to play on PC. So if you play games on PC, then by all means, check out the server and check out Blueburst um, because everything is right there for you and you just sign up and go. Um, but if you do have a GameCube uh, or if you have a Dreamcast and, you know, all Dreamcast at least have the um, the dial-up modem. But if you do have the broadband adapter for either system, it's very easy to get in and get on these games. And there's still people playing and it's very much um, a joy to play still. Um, uh, Corey, a co-star said that apparently whatever you did made something quieter again i don't know what if it was you I, just I, you I'm or everything now, or i sound okay i don't know also there was two reals from sega soldiers saying you know that a channel is good when they play sega games <laughs> <laughs> we, we we do uh we do like to play our sega games sometimes people mm -hmm. accuse us of doing too much nintendo stuff but you know <laughs> my 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 response to that is like nintendo has been making consoles for longer than anyone else that is still making consoles. So there's just by nature, like more Nintendo stuff to look at, you know? Oh, you got a boomer's right arm. Oh, you guys started. Whoops. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Come yeah, on. Come on, uh, come on down to forest one. <laughs> this, uh, okay. this, this forest area. Oh, apparently it was when Corey touched his microphone and said this might make it better and he yeah. got quieter. I think I think we're good. We're good. Am, am we I good? good? Or am, no? I, am I do I need to go louder? Seven Kurgan is saying that saying you're a bit quiet. Let's see if I can turn it up a little bit. Hang on. Okay. I mean I just, I just heard that come back. I mean it sounds like we're relatively balanced. But it's hard <laughs> to tell listening to myself. I agree. So okay, I, I bet I bet it's great now. Uh, no, regretfully, uh, Joe, you you can't pause. At least on online, on offline, you can. Uh, game audio. I'm I'm doing my best here. This is yeah. Like... I don't I don't know if I've ever seen an online game where you pause it. Yeah. Okay, now it's extremely great. Perfect. Ow. <laughs> extremely great. Never change anything. You know, this forest area, like, for some reason, all it makes me think of is you did that comparison in the Frame Meister Alternatives episode where you showed that 480p looked really, really bad on the GBS 8200. Oh, and I used this? Yeah. Like, the colors were just all really bad. I think it was, is it 480p? It does support 480p, right? Yes, it, it does have progressive skin. I, I'm, yeah. I'm doing it. I'm playing I'm, with the OSSC though right now. Well, yeah, yeah but and, I mean, with but, OS, or, uh, yeah, but 480p, yeah, 480p looks amazing with OSSC. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm playing um, right now. But the GBS 8200, this this forest with with a character that might look just like the character you're playing now. Uh, uh, it was just used for that comparison. I remember that. <laughs> um, I, I really want to check out the custom firmware GBS 8200 sometime. Yeah, that, that, that sounds like an interesting thing. Because I've always, 
kind of wanted to like hook it up to a VGA monitor just as an just as an option. Um, I mean, I think it would be pretty decent. Although, you know, I uh, I, can't, I, I can't remember if I mentioned this last week. While I was uh, um, I was trying to send like a a junk signal or not junk signal, but something that would confuse a um, <laughs> just kill all three of them. I, I, I wanted to uh, I wanted to send a signal to a PC CRT that would confuse it, so I hooked up the OSSC with a HDMI to VGA adapter and sent some stuff. And for one, I discovered that it accepted the the three X laced mode, which was interesting. But uh, I also just noticed like how freaking good just like regular like four X or five X looked on it. It looked amazing. Um, that, that is still an episode I want to do is like um, you know PC CRTs as a as a PVM alternative <laughs> so so what's what's so you all have like gone into this instance well so no this is just exploring the planet just think of it you ever played Diablo you played Diablo I played Diablo 3 I mean, there there is a story that you can do by doing missions, but the meat of the game is just going down and playing essentially what is like the same very like set of levels like over and over again, just making your character stronger. So, are you like I know like, the one of the, the reasons enemy, you like the Final Fantasy? Are they like scripted? Like, do they always happen when you enter a certain area? Uh, there's. Several, I think there's like three different variations of each area, maybe. Which, or they spawn you somewhere different. So I mean, I don't yeah, remember. so exactly. there is, there is um, random. So the map is the same. However, like you can kind of see the gates here, um, and the areas on the map in which you can spawn um, or where you come in is different. So it's not procedurally generated, but the layout can change on the map um, mm. every time you start a new game. So it just kind of, it depends. Um, it also kind of depends when you create a character and you create your character name, uh, you get a, uh, a color group. And that color group um, kind of also, it, it basically makes the loot layout of what can drop or what is likely to drop. And it also kind of um, helps with, I don't want to say determine the map layout, but it can influence it. Now, how, how does how does the structure of this game compare to like, I know there's like a PSP game. Like, is it the same? No, those are all based on like Fantasy Star Universe. What's Fantasy Star Universe? Which was like the kind of the follow-up. But it's, it was but not it's, considered it's essentially... as nearly as good. It's essentially this similar gameplay, similar like. It seems to have more of a story focus. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't talk about um, Fantasy Star Universe much because I I did not like it. Mm. I played it a little bit on the 360. Yeah. And uh, I was like, it wasn't PSO, and I was still um, playing Blueburst uh, at the time, and um, much rather you know play that. Um, so what, I mean, what have they 
done with Fancy Star Online 2. Like, how... <laughs> what have they like, done? This... Well, I mean, that's what I was saying. Like, I can... Like, after playing this for a little bit, I should switch over. I'll switch over to PSO2. Mm -hmm. uh, because... It's... It has definitely has the same feel to it, but it's a lot crazier. And I like... I... I it seems to be... Uh, you know, you can jump, you move a lot faster, you can carry tons of different weapon sets and loadouts you can change, switch to at any time. Yeah, I saw that you can you can change classes, which is which is nice, because for, for a long time that was like, I was only like a Final Fantasy thing. Like, like you know, for, for reference of, of anyone in the chat, like my only real like online RPG experience is Final Fantasy 11 and 14. Um, uh, and you know, so that was what I was used to being able to change jobs, but like you, you gotta make a new character, you know, and, and most. Well, you would in this too. I mean, there's, I mean, it's not so much like classes in this. I mean, as there's like three classes, but they're just like it breaks down to like uh, hunters, uh, uh, what, like just like people that carry guns and uh, magic users. So, uh, does Fancy Star Online 2's map like you, you said that there's some random elements to how the map is laid out? Like, is, is Fancy Star Online 2 that it way? It seems as well? to be, but I mean, I've not played it enough to get a feel for exactly what's going on. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot more chaotic. But either you know if it's like, if it's random or sort of more preset or what? This is a uh, healing spell right here. Rest to level one. All right, I already have it. Oh, okay. I'll take it, I guess. Um, I have not... You know, honestly, I haven't paid attention to because... PSO2 is like PSO1 on crazy steroids with <laughs> eye candy levels over 9,000. Yeah. Like, there's so much stuff going on in the game. Is, and it's is it really... just like every modern RPG where there's like so many numbers flying? Yes. That you don't even, you oh my god, even, yeah. You can't even keep track. Like, there's no point even watching the numbers. <laughs> yeah, you're not, think, you're when, not thinking um, about the numbers. You're just, we were you're doing just how big urgent quest. And there was a PSE burst that happened, and it, like, makes all the enemies, like, just continually spawn. And it's kind of like a farming time to, to farm up gear, XP, and all kinds of crazy stuff. Well, you can kind of chain that. And we got, like, a, a cross chain or something like that, where, like, it went on for two minutes. And this was, like, an urgent quest, and, like, all these, you know, dark energy beings are spawning in. And we're just, like, killing them like crazy, and they keep coming. <laughs> and it was just like, wow, this is, this is like, just crazy. I mean, you kind of have to experience I mean, we'll show it, I guess, if we're going to do PSO2 in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it yeah, really I'm is. Of course, I mean, the game's going to be free to play, so, like, I mean, well, you, not you have to be... buy it, but I mean, I... Oh, you do have to buy Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, okay. I'm I, sure it's going to be full price. I, thought I mean, there is. The thing is, is PSO I mean, in it, Japan has been out since 2012. I mean, there is that much content worth of stuff. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they end up bringing over because 
there there's a lot of very Japan-centric content that came out over the years as well. Some of people are saying the PSO2 is free to own. It's free to play. I've never heard any of the Japanese... I've never heard any of my friends who played through VPN on the Japanese servers having to pay for anything. Like, it's completely free to play. Yeah, I, I always... I, like, I mean, in the modern sense of the so term, free to play it. means you don't have to even pay to own it, to, to download it and play it. Correct. Think like, you know, Fortnite or any of those others. Right. Like, you just download, start pay playing, and... For PSO2, all the microtransactions are cosmetic. There's nothing that, there's no things that give you no a edge. Yeah. That's good. I mean, it's impressive that they can justify bringing the game over finally, like, and that be their only way to make money on it. I mean, that's, that's Yeah, so I didn't realize it was going to be free, like, free free yeah yeah which that that's like that's like in some ways like it's just like well if i'm going to get into it i want to be able to like put put it on my show but I don't well i mean i that's why i got the japanese copy like i got like episode four yeah. or whatever uh, i mean I, I i will definitely download it and give it a try when when it comes out but i don't know like how much i'm going to like really commit to it because obviously I'm I'm pretty all in on Final Fantasy fourteen. By all in I mean I'm I'm an expansion behind. Yeah, well I mean this is much different. I mean there's definitely a story to to PSO two. I have no idea how extensive it is. Mm -hmm. but, but I mean uh, it's, it's it's not nearly as story focused as Final Fantasy eleven and fourteen probably are. Well, especially 14. 14 is very story-driven because you can't even access the areas that are added to uh, each expansion uh, unless you've, like, completed the previous story. And Final Fantasy, it's it's a persistent world. This, like, yes. this, this is not a persistent world. It's basically, like, like you said, going into instances. Correct. Every, well, Final Fantasy eleven everywhere is uh everywhere is persistent except boss arenas i think but i'm trying to remember if you actually have you might have to wait for people to leave a boss arena well, i think bosses might boss arenas might be it i i kind of forget uh i think i kind of think they are but like everything else is totally persistent like dungeons and everything. Final Fantasy XIV, the 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 world, the towns, and and the fields are persistent. You know, everyone you know on the server is in that they exist in that area. They are there. You can see them. You can interact with them. Um, but uh, dungeons are the more kind of these uh linear do we do we lose someone on discord um we lost your video it was me okay oh yep i'm back all right um but uh 
but yeah, and dungeons in Final Fantasy fourteen, dungeons are like there's not really any structure to the dungeons in Final Fantasy eleven. It's mostly like, you know, try to find the boss room and mostly hope that you, you can avoid enemies. Uh, or like sometimes you might have a quest where you have to find something that's hidden hidden there. But like in fourteen they're much more structured. They're kind of a a linear thing with these like kind of planned encounters. You know, it's supposed to take, you know, thirty minutes to an hour maybe to finish the dungeon. And you have to do it with a group, like you can't do it so. Um, so uh, it, it like, you know, you can get into a party builder where it's just like as soon as it can put together a party that is properly balanced, uh, uh, you know, it automatically just puts you in with a group and you, know, you just kind of go on your merry way. It's kind of, it. I mean, I appreciate how easy it is, but I, I you know, th there's a there's a grumpy old man in that misses the 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 strife of Final Fantasy Eleven, you know, and happy to like put the parties together yourself and and things like that, you know. Final Fantasy Eleven was very much, uh, you know, I, I see you guys are like kind of running around in this world and going here to there and fighting these enemies. Final Fantasy Eleven, I, I I don't know if this is the way that the game was intended to be played, but this is how people played it. This was the reality of how people played it. Um, generally, you you level up in certain areas um, by camping. So you you know you make your party of six, and you would you know go out to you know, whatever was the de facto place that people at your level range level up. Um, you know, anyone here who's played Final Fantasy XI knows about Valkyrm Dunes and Cufam Island. You know, those were the two big, uh, the first two big uh, level up areas that you'd go to. And uh, you just like pick a cozy spot that, you know, no other party is holed up in. And you just stand there, and then you have one character who you call your puller, and they go out and they grab an enemy, they bring it back to the party, uh, they lure it back, and you kill it. Then they go get another one, and you rinse and repeat. And all you're doing is just trying to gain levels. Whereas like Final Fantasy XIV, you, you do things to level up. You don't, there's no point in just like camping and luring enemies to you. You 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 do dungeons and, and do activity uh, to, to get that. Oh we got uh, we got five dollars from Ben Brody. Thank you. Uh, saying hundred million dollars but you have to run your own bed and breakfast and if it ever gets an overall Yelp rating of less than three point eight stars you lose everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really stressful. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want that kind of, kind of stress in my life. Yeah, speaking of uh, keyboard, I'm actually playing on. You're not gonna be able to see it very the well. GameCube but... ASCII keyboard <laughs> controller. Yep, there it is. It's real. <laughs> 
I always wanted one. Even though I never had this game, I wanted it. Yeah. I mean, it's... I have not played this one nearly as much as I played the the Dreamcast one. I mean, I played version one on the Dreamcast to level 100. Probably something like close to 400 hours. And then when version two came out, I played for about a month. Got to like level 104 or something before I just ended up stopping. You know, say when you said 400, uh, Hours that oh are you, you guys already go through the warp the warp is on we need to you know it's crazy but like I look at some of my characters on here and I've got like one with uh, over 700 hours and another with four and another like it's just going through um, you know multiple characters with hundred plus hours it's it kind of does make me think like wow i really played this game a lot uh back then and i know you know a lot of us you know, played the dreamcast version and loved it but when i heard um the gamecube version was coming out i kind of stopped and got ready to play it and right. i'm glad i did because episode two i think is much better than episode one and is like i really like obviously have a lot of nostalgia for episode one but when you've run through episode one like a million times episode two was a brush of breath air brush oh. of fresh air yeah. and the um just my gosh the central control area with the the seaside the mountain area um and the uh the jungle and that music oh my that's uh, I could spend there. I could spend hours just farming, and I did. I, I just I loved uh, <laughs> that area of this game. Um, speaking of, of how many hours, you know, monster the other week, and I was like starting out like, man, I still I still don't really know if Monster Hunter is for me. You know, I thought I'd, you know, Monster Hunter World is supposed to be the most accessible one, and you know, I, I still just don't know if it's for me, based on what I've played so far. But I, I looked up, looked it up on how long to beat, and like I literally, I just brought it up here again, and I, I just, I just, I just laughed out loud looking at the numbers on this, like the high end of like how long to beat on on completionist is is like you know four hundred hours, six hundred and nine hours, a thousand <laughs> hours, three thousand and six hundred hours. <laughs> I'm mean, so over the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I I Labor, have no where, where, idea. Where are you at? You gotta, you gotta I find have you. no idea what uh what my what my Final Fantasy 14 is at at this point, or what my Final Fantasy 11 was. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it was quite a lot. I mean, oh. you know, the difference with those games too, especially 11, like there were kind of, I feel like with a game like this, there's not a whole lot of reason necessarily, necessarily to go idle for a long time, probably. But like Final Fantasy 11, like <laughs> going idle was the name of the game. There was a lot of waiting in there. And, you know, right, let's, sometimes, let's like, for example, I like, 
you could mark items on your character for sale if you didn't want to use the auction house for certain things. We're coming to get you. Labeler. And, yeah. um, <laughs> Sorry. All right, now we're coming and, to find uh, you. I don't know. And you could, um, you know, so some sometimes I would leave my character on overnight. Like I would go like mine a bunch of oh. or something. And I'd go like stand out in the middle of the city and yeah, this way. sell or overnight. Um, you know, so you're the hours that you that you have in Final Fantasy XI are not that accurate. Yeah, a lot of people in chat asking um, about the different versions. You know, if if you've got a version of PSO, definitely you know definitely play it. Um, I like both the GameCube version uh, and Blue Burst. Honestly, Blue Burst is probably going to be your best bet if you're just kind of yeah. getting into it. If you play on PC or if you're okay playing on PC, if you know, you want to stick with consoles, then I definitely say get the GameCube version. Uh, just because it has the most options, it has the most content. Uh, regretfully, it, for whatever reason, the original OG Xbox version did not get all the bonus content that the GameCube did. The GameCube definitely received uh, the most love from Sega as far as online content. Yeah, and there's uh, also in addition, cool you can do the split screen multiplayer if you have people come over. Exactly. Um, and it just between you know you've got episode one and two, uh, and the extra content online. Where if you pick up you know version two on the Dreamcast, you're just playing through episode one. You regretfully you don't have, in in my opinion, the great episode two. So, uh, is, is the game really hard if you try to solo it? Uh, no. I, well, in my opinion, no. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's not. It's just, you got, it's just, it's time consuming. Right. Yeah. Like any Eastern focused MMO, it's a grind. So if you're used to other, you know, Eastern developed MMOs, it's, it's the same deal. I mean, yeah. PSO, in in many ways, is like the grandfather to most, you know, action-based RPGs we know today. Yeah. My um, my sort of conundrum with Final Fantasy XIV right now is uh, I've been playing Summoner in that game for the past while, but when the um, when the latest expansion came out last year um they gave summoner a significant overhaul um and i haven't played a lot of the game since that came out and i'm still working on the previous expansion and I, you know i'm i'm pretty casual with my final fantasy 14 play you know i don't I don't want to do like a, a terribly complicated job and it, it definitely sounds like the changes they made to Summoner are interesting, but it's like I'm like level 63, and there's like so much I gotta relearn. And it's like, ah, oh, I don't, I don't ever want to do that. <laughs> so right now I'm kind of looking at Red Mage because Red Red Mage was a new job with the previous expansion, and what's cool about Red Mage 
does it actually start you out at level 50? Um, like you don't have to go from one on up. Um, I, I, I don't know if the jobs from Shadowbringers maybe even start higher, maybe at 60. I might have to look into that actually. Be honest, I forget what the new jobs are. I don't know if there's just a day. I can't remember if they introduced a regular damage dealer job with Shadowbringers. I forget. I, I, I can't even remember. But anyway, um, I, I'm I'm trying out Red Mage. It seems it seems pretty fun. Like it's it's kind of got a little bit of like you kind of have to do this thing where you have to cast white magic and black magic like. Like you've got this meter, and if they get too far out of balance, then I guess that's bad for some reason. Uh, and it like encourages you to like, you have this attack where you like jump way, you like attack with your sword and then jump way back, and then you can start casting magic. And then when you've built up enough magical energy, your uh, sword attacks are strengthened. So then you have another attack to like lunge in, and you can into combos it seems pretty fun but like with summoner it sounds kind of cool because like they've done things where they kind of encourage you to switch summons a little more frequently but it just it seems like that job that job was like so like relatively simple and you know i didn't have to stress too much about like my role in the party and how i played it you know if i was playing it badly or whatever like it, there weren't a lot of expectations um, but now I'm kind of like oh, I don't know, it might be getting kind of complicated I've heard that, that Red Mage is considered a pretty pretty simple class to play so, and it seems fun so I, I'm experimenting with that but I might look into other options too, I just don't know if I want to continue with some of it We should be able to go to the caves now, right? Yes, we can go to the caves Um, yeah, Let's do like a little bit of caves and then I guess let's switch over to two. Flabler, you you wouldn't mind if we switch over to <laughs> switch over to PSO two for a little bit after this, do you? Yeah, I don't mind at all. I'm fine. Um, okay, so Shadowbringers jobs do start at sixty. I cannot think off the top of my head what they even are. I know there's Gunbreaker, which is Squall, <laughs> basically. There's Gunbreaker, and what else was there? I can't even. I can't even think what else it was. Dancer and Gunbreaker was that it? See what I need is. Hang on, let me see what, what techniques I got. Where do you? Where do you unlock? Where do you unlock Dancer? Unlock the what? I, I'm. I'm talking to people in the chat. I, I couldn't remember what the new jobs in the latest Final Fantasy XIV expansion were. It's Dancer and Gunbreaker. What I used to always do is use the uh, the uh, lightning attack that attacks everything in the whole radius so that you get experience. You only get experience for enemies that you attack at least once. So if you get a uh, magic that can attack several enemies at one time, it makes it so that you can uh, get things, you, just, you get experience from everybody that, that way. I'll be revived. Hold on, I'll use a uh, moon atomizer. Oh, jeez. 
Yeah, Dancer starts at 60. I might, I might at least unlock it just see out of curiosity if it, if it seems like a fun class to play. Just, just, just because like my summoner is at 63 and it's like, oh, I don't want to, I mean, I, I doubt it would take that long to level from 50 back up to 63, but I think my next story quest requires level 64. Try these guys. So, from, huh? if, you, if you played a little bit of Fantasy Star 2, the, those guys should look a little familiar to you. These mantis-looking guys? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I need to get back to that. Like, I remember, I remember in that. Like, I was, I wasn't too far in. You know, I, I spent a good bit of time grinding. Uh, I need to get back to it. I actually put it in my Mega SG. I'm looking at it right now. I, I put it in my Mega SG for a shot I got. <laughs> So is is Fancy Star online and online too? Uh, it, definitely in the same universe as, as the original quadrilogy. Uh, I mean, not really. I mean, th there is no mention of the original. I mean, there's like certain item and magic uh, technique names. Your Mercedes. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that is. Well, there's is, no mention of the other of the. No, no, no. But I mean, the last boss in Fantasy Star Online is is Dark Falls. Uh huh. And it's like not even Dark Force; it's Dark Falls, which is interesting. Interesting, yeah. Well, in my understanding, was that it's supposed to be like, you know, hundreds of years in the future, mm -hmm. and um. I had to break out the strategy guide, but I remember having a bit in the strategy guide. And doesn't it in the opening cutscene uh, say that they're leaving the planet because, like, the planet was dying, and that's why they have two pioneer ships going out? Yeah, but I don't think they specifically say that it's the planets from the from the original. I mean, Fancy Star. Uh... Um, as it is, like, I mean, just three takes place over thousands of years, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's weird because the way that things work out, three actually takes place after four. I think that they don't want you to really think about that <laughs> uh -huh. in the, the ending of, of four, because the way that... Before happens, there's like references to. I mean, I don't want. I can't. I don't want to spoil anything. I guess. But uh, they like there is references to the ship, the ship that Part Three takes place on. Uh, like I mean, there there actually is one in the in the fourth game. Like it's just crash landing. We got uh, we got five dollars from Kotoku. Oh, thank thank you. you very much. Uh, it says me and my friend are looking into Blue Burst now. He played a ton of PSO back in the day. Thanks for doing a side by side. <laughs> yeah, Blue Burst um, adds episode four, so it's the exact same thing as the GameCube, but with just even more content. And you don't have to mess around with you know trying to get everything going on your console. 
it's just if you're fine playing on computer you just download the client go through everything uh, that the server um, asks you to go through and then off your plane like it's very 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 straightforward just like that what's what what are the I, I noticed in the in the forest area there were like red blobs everywhere on the ground there's like blue blobs everywhere it's just that's just the blood yeah it doesn't really it doesn't really look like it comes out of the enemy it like kind of grows in in place. Yeah, uh, that's kind of what I was guessing it was. But it's <laughs> now, I, will I mean, in terms of controls, like like how how are you attacking your enemies? Like, uh, do you have an auto attack for your basic attack? At no, all, no, or? no. You you hit the button. So if you look in the lower right hand corner, you have the the three buttons. Like those are yeah. shortcuts. But uh, the A button, like they. Uh, um, associate with like the the B A and X buttons. Oh. So the center one A is like your basic attack, uh -huh. and you got to time it. You can't just jam the button or else you'll only attack once. Uh -huh. But you have to time it so that you can do three attacks in a row, like one, so it, two. It, so th there's. <laughs> so there's not a there's not like a, a visible cooldown. But you essentially have a cool... Oh, we got a... But you can you can on, link it. To... What? What's what? that? Oh! What? There, there was something... I could bring up the Streamlabs. Yeah, I, I I lost it. I tried to pause it, and I'm, I'm using my TV interface, so... Uh, maybe I can bring it back. So try, oh, yes, there the, there is timing, uh, timing to your attacks. Mm -hmm. uh, everything can be done in like, th like three sequence burst. Uh, so you have your basic attack, your strong attack, and then your special attack. Some weapons have a special attack, but it mm -hmm. has the least chance of hitting with that attack. Uh, and then your um, basic attack is the most likely to hit but is going to do the less the least amount of damage so what a lot of people would do is do a basic quick attack because it is the fastest it's the fastest attack and then followed up by two strong attacks as kind of a three set combo um do or if you had like a really really unique weapon that you know, maybe froze enemies or cause paralysis, um, or or you know, some fire something. You do like a a basic strong special attack, with the last attack hopefully having the highest chance uh, to land that special ability. Okay, so the the donation I I missed earlier was from Jonathan Henson, three dollars. Thank you. Uh, saying just bought the IO and blister USB boards for my mister setup. Anyone have any experience with LL API boards such as blister or LL load? Uh, have you experimented with one millisecond USB pulling with uh, my, my interface is in the way with uh, have you experimented with one boarded, millisecond USB With the regular USB regular. board, finally, what controllers do you use? That's a question that Corey would would be better served. To yeah, answer. I mean, I I just use the uh, 
the Abitdo M30, the one that came out that supports the the Genesis Mini. It has a it's a 2.4 gigahertz USB version, and I think it's great. Apparently, I think that Smoke Monster says that, said that that controller does support the the fast polling for USB, which I've not enabled. Actually, I just updated mine because I ended up getting like a wireless adapter for it. Try it. I linked it to you the other day. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah, sure yeah, if yeah. You yeah so. Ended up getting it or not? Uh, it's, I, it's, I, I I actually didn't. It's only ten dollars, and it and it works perfectly. I mean, you oh. have to like uh, change some info in a in a config file, mm -hmm. but other than that, it's just like plug and play. Yeah, well, I, I guess I actually kind of do need it because I didn't. It's just, it's I really convenient. I, and I, I well, didn't think of that. It just, it, it annoys me the way that the mister, you plug the uh, ethernet into the front of it. I mean, it's nice to be able to get to that and, I mean, just to like plug things yeah. into it when you need to. I've, I've only updated it one time so far, but for some reason, I don't remember plugging it into ethernet. I, in my memory, I thought I did it wirelessly. Did I not? I guess I must have not. Probably not. Um, hang on. For some reason, I assumed it. For some reason, I did do it. <laughs> we got we got twenty uh, SEKs. Uh, I I forget I forget where Your that poisons. comes from. From where? I said uh, uh, Corey's poisoned. He needs to use oh. the. Oh, Annabelle. Okay. I, th I thought you said Sweden. <laughs> Uh, I forget where that's where that is. We've gotten to, thank you from Velby uh, saying a thousand dollars, but you have to make a two-hour card off video. <laughs> <laughs> I can probably uh, I could probably do that. I, I feel I like mean, it, I mean as the long I as, <laughs> as long as it could be relatively casual. I mean, honestly, Corey is probably better equipped to do a two-hour card off video than basically anyone else that. <laughs> Exists. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, I could use do the arcade version, the NES version, and then I would do you know you can and do the Tiger all the Electronics version, the game, yeah, and the Tiger Electronics version, and you could just do all the the games that he has appeared in. I, you I need there's to probably start using like your, your less than, shirt and and more videos. I know. Like I know you said is, that like, it's like a little, sh it's a little short, but you're not gonna be able to tell in the video. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I want to see it. I want to see this punk. Uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of people are asking what version we're playing. We are playing the GameCube version, and I think that I think other people are ad answering for them, for us at oh, least. Oh, that that was that was sweet. Karnov is a bad game that's not that bad. Yeah. That, that's what Karnav is. Hm. Oh, I had one HP. I didn't realize that. I'm gonna hold 10. What? I only have 10 HP left. I'm <laughs> somehow trying to survive. Do you have any uh, mono or die mates? I believe I used all of them up, unfortunately. You can always telepipe back to the ship and get more. Yeah, actually, that's a good idea. How far are we from the end of the cave? 
Uh, one moment here. I'm trying to let you guys get hits on. There's a telepipe. Here, let me... Does a USB Ethernet adapter on a Wii work for GameCube games with Nintendo? I have a feeling it will, because I'm doing it without the adapter myself right now, and it's working perfectly fine, so... Are you, so you're using the adapter, adapter or you're, are you... It. So that's a, that's a software emulation of the broadband adapter through wireless, I guess, on your yes. Wii? Mm -hmm. That's actually what I'm using right now. Cool. Yeah, one thing, uh, I've asked a couple of the, you know, really good creators within the community and like, you know, it'd really be nice if someone could come up with, you know, a third party wireless adapter to go in the broadband slot to, you know, give wireless broadband capability for the GameCube for people who do not have broadband adapters. That would yeah. be nice. I mean... I think Actually, I think that's a great idea. It's hard to say. I mean, there's there's not a lot of. I mean, outside of this. I mean. In Double Dash. The people are people are very passionate about Double Dash. I mean, I want to see eight player Double Dash myself. So. <laughs> we did once. I I was, I was very fortunate a long time ago. I kind of. I looked at what was going on with the Dreamcast, and at the time I was working for Funko Land, uh, or Babbage's, and then Funko Land. And so I looked at these things, and it's like, you know, things like broadband adapters and, you know, monster cables and other, like, silly things like that, they're going to get really hard to find. And so I made it a point to just start collecting and, and hoarding mm. these things. So I was very fortunate. Um, all my friends played. Uh, PSO, um, but we also did, you know, big double dash and doing the 16 player double dash was an incredible experience. And, you know, it just, it, it's something else like, you know, we all, of course you've got, you know, Mario Kart 8 now, but back in the day, that was the, oh my gosh, like we have 16 people playing double dash. And it was just crazy. <laughs> Is there some kind of limitation for the tracks when you play uh, 16 player uh, Double Dash? Yes, I think it was. I don't think you did the circuit, if I remember. I think it was only the battle mode. Oh, only so oh. you can't you can't do any races. You could Wait. do the Grand Prix. I think was up to eight. Oh, now I'm getting a little shaky because. That would have been back 04, 05. When did that come out? Gosh, uh, I can't even remember now. Oh, oh, 03. Three? I think it was I think it was late 03. Yeah, it was November 03, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember uh, I, had, I had two classes that were near my dorm when that came out. They were they were in buildings close to my dorm. I had on like two days of the week, and they were they were close enough, but they were like there was like an hour in between them. So I would go back to 
my dorm and try to improve my time of the all all cup tour and double dash. <laughs> and so I, I I did that for a while, where, like between classes two days a week. I, I just did an all cup tour and double dash. That's that's probably my fondest memory of that game. I I, I don't. I don't hold Double Dash in nearly as high esteem as a lot of people do these days. I was always upset at Nintendo. Um, originally, they hinted that the bonus disc for Double Dash was going to be Mario Kart 64, like they did with the Ocarina of Time. Oh, um, I don't remember. And I remember... I remember them hinting at that. It was getting really excited. It's like, my gosh, we're going to be able to play, you know, Mario Kart 64 on the GameCube, and we're going to be able to play Block Fort, and it's going to be amazing. And no. Mm. <laughs> they dashed our dreams. Instead, um, we get a demo of Sonic Heroes. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's my favorite Mario Kart? Uh, you know, I, 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 me and like, my close group of friends like we are big into mario kart wii and one of them told me recently that he heard that 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 apparently mario kart wii is, is considered the least favorite by quite a few people really so i don't, I don't know if like if that is like this widespread opinion that i didn't didn't know about or i i don't know but i love mario kart like at first I tried to play it with the wheel and I definitely hit a hit a wall in terms of, of <laughs> how well I could do with that. Uh, I switched to the, you know, just nunchuck and Wii remote and uh, and did awesome. Like I, I, lo I love Mario Kart Wii. Like the, see you say something about it, it feels off and something about it feels perfect me like double dash is the one that feels a little off to me like that one i have a real i have a really hard time just feeling at home with double dash uh mario kart wii like i just lo love the feel like maybe you need to try a different vehicle in that game um no i i i i, I i'm all about the bike. i like the warrior bike in mario kart 8 i love how that feels um it, it's certainly not one of the fastest but I, I just, I love the feel of that car or that bike, and like the sort of the balance between the the carts have like the 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 two levels of of boost sparks, and the bikes only have one, but the bikes can also do boosts on straightaways, which was was pretty pretty cool. Try saw a donation uh, from uh, Speedy oh. asking about what our opinion is of the uh, analog DAC. Ah, we just got the final units. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna do like a full episode on it though. Like, I don't. Yeah, I, don't, I think I don't there's gonna there's be enough to talk about to do like a full episode, but we'll, we'll at least do a mini. Yeah, exactly. We as soon as this documentary uh, episode or the first documentary is done, mm -hmm. uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna start working on uh, controller adapters two. But we're also going to shoot first-party controllers. Yes, too. exactly. First-party controllers too. Sorry, I don't know why I said controller adapters. Uh, and we're going to try and shoot three minis <laughs> uh, over time. I mean, like, like ideally, we've, we've got several ideas for minis. Oh, that I we died. Can... 
pretty easily. Uh, we got a we got a five dollars. Thank you from for the love of the game. Thank you. I think will there ever be a Mario Kart better than Crash Team Racing? <laughs> Them <I>, fighting wards. <laughs> I, I've never I've never well I've booted Crash Team Racing like on the PSIO. Uh, that that that's about the extent of my experience with it. Yeah, the the parts where. Uh, the mouth doesn't move on the PSIO. <laughs> Just cracks uh, me up. It, uh, it, it seems, uh, it seemed fine. It seemed uh, perfectly playable. It's a lot more technical than Mario Kart. Like, there's a specific rhythm to it that you have to activate your boost in order to do extremely well. And sometimes when I play online in uh, the new one, uh, Nitro Fueled, I find myself doing extremely well and I get to second place and then I find out that first place got to the finish line 25 seconds in front of me. So there's a big gap of like scale when you <laughs> play traps. online. There's traps, hold on. Oh crap. Oh. I, um... Ooh. I forgot. I, uh... Something invisible. Yep, I'm, I'm uh... Not... The androids can see traps, so I was trying to Ooh. race up ahead of you. I'm uh, I'm I'm not I'm not very good at um, rats. I'm, I'm not very good at it, but I I've I've always had a soft spot for for Chickabo uh, racing. Oh, I awesome. I never played it myself actually. Chocobo racing, that is. It's 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 not bad. Really. It, it's kind of cool because like. You uh, you can see what like your the item boxes are just these like materia that you pick up oh. for like that are spells and you can I think it was actually because it came out before Final Fantasy VIII and I think it was the first if I'm if I'm rem remembering right I'm pretty sure it uses like the the fire fire fireaga terminology which was the first time that was used in America. I'm pretty sure that that's what they call it in that that game. Um, and so, like, you can get, like, a fire materia, and you could either play, or you could wait until you get another fire materia, and then another. So you can do fire or fire aga. You can do, you know, more powerful, bigger range version of the different spells, which is kind of a, a fun way to do it. Um... You guys are not lagging at all. Do you have any lag at all when you're playing this? Sometimes, but it's very little. Yeah, I know it's a little bit of lag myself. Like, is it... When you say lag, are you saying, like, your control, your character's response, or you see, like, the other characters, like, jumping about? Uh, just jumping around. Yeah, okay. Because I, I assume your character can actually feel laggy. I don't, I don't know if any games other than Smash Brothers do that. Where, like, everything is so synced up that, like, your, 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 like, local react, your character's local reaction is lagging. I don't know if anything but Smash Brothers. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like that. Uh, sometimes there'll be rubber banding where, like, your character will catch up to where the server has you, but other than that. Oh, we got, uh, we got 
$2 from simply enchanting vids. I, I'm unclear if they there was the accidentally oh. two donations. The second one was redacted. It was or retracted. It was originally the same question. Um, if you only meant to donate once, I believe you can, you can fix. I believe that's something you can fix. People have done it before when they uh, made a mistake, I think. Um, uh, any opinions on Toe Jam and Earl back in the group? Uh, I like it. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's not exactly like the most technically impressive game. But uh, I played it uh, three-player uh, and had a good time. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know if I have, like, a lot of anything specific to say about it. Um, but it was, it was fun. Like, just a, a very... You know, true to the formula uh, version of you know the game, but it, but an update, you know, a slight update on you know the. There's the just a patch that came out for it. Um, oh yeah. Um, PS4. I don't know exactly what it did. We uh, we played it on the Switch, which does have a lot of performance issues, but we had a fun time anyway. You know, the, the visual style is a little lacking with, like, everything is, like, kind of almost these, like, paper cutouts. Uh, but, you know, it's, it, it's, it's fun. Corey, we got uh, Flynn's that wants to join. Oh, yeah. If, you, if you're in the game and you see the server, just uh, the... the, the uh, group is called MLIG and the password is stream S-T-R-E-A-M lowercase yes all lowercase uh yes auntie aliasing uh <laughs> that's a good easy gamecube uh keyboard controller Lynn is joining yeah auntie aliasing is a pretty great I will agree here, I'll put up Ooh, a uh, telepipe. In, in like Flynn's. So you can just come straight to us. I'm actually going to uh, get more moon atomizers real quick. Mm -hmm. Just in case we need them. Oh, is that a teleporter? No, the moon atomizers are... Uh, if, if you die, it can res you. But you can only oh. have nine, so we need more. Lens level 32. Hmm. Dang. You know, not not that it's a, a a technical showpiece or anything, but it's like it it is a better looking like you know seeing it in the stream. It, it's a better looking game than I I thought. It was, this is you know yeah. I mean it's it's not like a great looking game, but like actually getting to see some of the environment stuff. Like, I mean, right. They're, they're, the, the areas are neat. I I think you would be more impressed with episode two and episode four. How, is four the, the last one? Yeah, but that's, that's, that's a lot of episodes. On, on uh, PC. But episode two, um, once you get to... Like, the VR stuff looks good, the first two uh, test areas. But when you get to... Um, the central control area with the jungle and the beach, especially 
when you do the beach, it is just like I couldn't believe it. Um, at one two or whenever when um, or two thousand one or no two thousand two uh, when this came out and episode two was just it was like wow it was even a better visual upgrade uh, over what we were seeing from episode one. And then you get into like the um, the seabed, the last area, and it looks pretty good too. But the jungle and the seaside are just beautiful. It, I, it's one of those like if I want to show off how good the GameCube can look, um, especially uh, over like a component cable over 480p. Like I always like show people like the seaside on episode two, obviously F-Zero, everyone shows F-Zero uh, and they should. Um, but just the seaside and jungle in in episode two of PSO is is just beautiful. It's, it is really, really nice. Uh-oh, did I, where'd the pipe go? Uh, oh, I came a... back, I didn't realize. Hold on, I'll put up a new one, one sec. We got uh you got three donations came in. There. We got three back to back uh donations ranging from four ninety nine to five dollars and zero cents. Wow. <laughs> that, that, that was uh that was quite a chain. Uh, well, uh thank you everyone. Uh first one's from Scott Davis. Uh saying, Hey dudes, next gen transition question. If PS five turns out to be fully backwards compatible, will you keep your PS fours? Will you trade in, sell, or depreciate the units? Uh, I'm pretty sure both Corey and I, I mean, Corey just got a PS4 Pro, you know, under the full understanding that PS5 is probably fully backwards compatible, just because, you know, you, you were saying, like, you still feel like you're going to, even if, like... Yeah, I'm in this weird place, right? You still feel like you're going to play your PS4 games on a PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, that's just... It's just, it's weird to some people, probably, but, I mean... I just rather play the, the the game on whatever hardware they were designed for. It, it, it I mean, I'll, I'll be curious to see how well the backwards compatibility is. At done. least like, the I'm, first I'm, time, I guess. I'm very, I'm very impressed with, uh, you know, Xbox 360 on the Xbox One, um, and I, I kind of suspect I'm going to play my Xbox One games on xbox series x in the future but i i don't know i i i i don't know i i i'm very microsoft's backwards compatibility capability right now um playstation 5 we just don't know but I, i'm just the way that i do things i'm definitely going to leave my ps4 hooked up um you know i i do expect i'm going to continue to use it especially because uh i think Storage is going to be an issue with the next-gen systems. Um, we don't know anything about external storage capability at this point. Um, you know, whether they're going to have to copy games from the SSD to play them or whatever. Um, and I'm, you know, I, I've got every PS4 game I own installed on my PS4, like between the external drive and the internal drive. Uh, and and I, I intend to keep it that way. So, 
just because they're installed, I could see myself continuing to use the PS4 for, for that. But um, I'm, I'm definitely very interested to see how the backwards compatibility goes. Um, and if if it does go, if it does go to interesting places, you know, I could definitely see us doing backwards compatibility minis or maybe even full episodes. It just depends. Probably minis, though. I would suspect um, for. Uh, backwards compatibility on the new systems when they, yeah. when they come out. I mean, when, when this doc, doc series, like even the first episode is done, it's going to be such a huge. Oh, it's going to be a big relief. And then we can get back and then, like, we can do a lot of other stuff. But now, then you'll have like, you know, the entire kind of kind of flow of the of the series. Right. It'll, it'll be established, so it'll be a lot easier to. Yeah. Some of them are going to be longer than this one, but I still hope it's going to be easier from this point forward. You know, I've, I've had to crunch really hard on it this week. Um, but uh, the, the next uh, 499 was uh, from Paul Sutton, who said, PSO2, 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 PS02, PS0. I caught that. I don't know, uh, I don't know if is, you were, if I, you were I, testing I, me. I've been... It's it's funny because he's he has a very similar situation as as me. Uh, he played on the Dreamcast, and you know I, I've known Paul for years, and he you know he played on the on the Dreamcast, and he says much like me. So this is the PSO two is the first online game that I'm playing <laughs> since then, essentially, like basically, and uh, we are we were playing last night. We we did some missions and stuff last night. Uh, and then the third of those $5 donations was from uh, Gray Fox, uh, <laughs> from, from Frank Yeager, um, saying, Gray Fox reporting in, do you guys like the Dark Souls series? I've recently decided it's my favorite game of all time, overtaking Metal Gear Solid. Wow. Um, I love Dark Souls. Uh, I love the I love I, I, I originally played um, Demon's Souls you know uh, not like right when it came out but uh, uh, you know I, I got it probably within the year it came out I would say um, and then you know Dark Souls I, I remember when it came out like a lot of the Demon Souls hardcore were not as into Dark Souls, but I immediately loved Dark Souls, um, just because I really liked its world design, the the you know how everything is connected. Uh, whereas the more like there were some connections between areas in Demon Souls, but I just much preferred the world layout, the the world layout of D of Demons or uh, Dark Souls One is so unbelievably good and the way that everything just feels like it, it just fits together like it's something that I think about a lot is why does one game world like leave such an impression on me like I, I can just visualize it in my head like oh this path leads to here and there and if I want to get back to this area I go through here like I don't I don't know what the difference is some like uh, from a from a level design standpoint but 
Dark Souls, I think, has, the, the first one in particular, has, I think, the best, like, Metroid-esque world that is in 3D that I've ever played. Like, it's just, that that, that world is so good. Um, Dark Souls 2, comparatively, a bit of a mess. Uh, it's okay. But the the world design was just not that interesting to me. And, and Dark Souls 3, I thought was, um, it, to me, it was relatively blunt to the first Dark Souls. Ah, oh, guys. But the but the first was the first, so oh. you know it, it left a bigger impression. Yeah. Um, and uh, I also like Bloodborne, and I have not played Sek Sekiro yet. I want to though, and I know Sekiro that Corey. Fantastic. Uh, the keyword I... is yet, correct? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I intend to play it. I very much intend to play it. Uh, I, I'm actually kind of somewhat shocked that it's you know. It, that I still haven't gotten around to even getting it, but I fully intend to because I, I love this. Um, but uh, I, I know Corey tried Bloodborne uh, at some point last year, wasn't it? And, yeah, and you officially it. decided that it, it was not for you. Yeah. I mean, I could see myself maybe giving another shot someday, or maybe maybe another another game from FromSoft. Yeah. Or maybe Neo. Yeah. Uh, so there was also a bunch of people are on a five dollar rampage for some reason. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got we got uh, from I don't know you guy saying did you use name gens to change your loot drops? Uh, I don't know. Is that I don't, a... know, I don't know what it means. Are they I, referring I so. to this to PSO? I'm I assume so. Like, like, does does your name like have some sort of? Oh, yes. I see. Like, if you that's, want like a specific, impact. like a, that's what I was saying earlier like the by ID. the color. Yeah. Um, when you like on this character, uh, being a Ray Castile, it's uh, a ranger, and I wanted to specialize really in using uh, mechs or the machine guns or. Um, you know, the, the rapid-fire, medium-ranged weapons. And the best the best uh, color group for that is Purple Numb, because that's the one that drops the most uh, mechs. So I made this name. Sometimes you have to use capital letters. Sometimes you have to add a space. But there is a name generator. Um, I can't remember the website. I want to say it was fantasy star universe before that became a game uh, but there was a website that had a name calculator and you could put in names and see what group id would come up uh when you generated that so you knew like oh you know did i want to try and get redria or did i want to try and get greenel uh right. for rifles or did i want you know depending on the character that you had you maybe wanted to you know specialize that loot table now it didn't really make that big of a difference uh, because a lot of the the loot, a lot of loot could be dropped in any of the groups. Uh, but there was, you know, some uh, groups that hey, like, hey, I really like this weapon and I want a higher chance of seeing that weapon. So 
when I design a new character in the future, you know, I kind of want to plan for that. And I mean, this, you, if you really wanted to go crazy into that, you could. And I know there were people who did. Um, I did on several of my characters, but it's not like, oh my god, you know, it's game over if you don't set your name up perfectly for what you want. Uh, there was another $5 from For the Love of the Game. <clears throat> Asking me what was my reaction to taking the elevator from the parish back to Firelink Shrine for the first time. I mean, that that's definitely like the first moment in, in Dark Souls 1 where it's like, oh, I've been here before. Like, you know, that that's, that's something that I live for in those, you know, Metroid-esque world designs. And, and you know, that... You know, some some games do it more effectively than others, and it's hard to really, for me again, you know, to grasp like what's the difference. Um, but like that—that's that's the best part of that style of game is, uh, uh, you know, it's like that slow realization. Like, wait, is this is this going back to? <gasps> it is. You see how all these places are connected, oh, and then it's like, oh, oh my gosh, gosh now I've got this. I just great shortcut that I can take, like to go the across the bridge went back to, the to then Pioneer. get into the forest, and then you start realizing that you can, like, well, go in all, all, the, all these different places. That was a waste. That, uh, that boss battle made me think of, it kind of made me think of the environment that you fight one of the bosses in and Jet Force Gemini. We can't get back, I don't think. I mean, we, can, we can't get back since it was in the boss encounter, so you guys... Okay, can... we'll, uh, we'll just... I'll, yeah. <laughs> That's silly. No, I was just, I was jamming on the button. Yeah, same. That's why I get out, too. I didn't realize that I was... It's just a habit when I die. I just want to skip very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Since I'm hosting the room, I mean, does it open up these levels that I can just play them? after uh if i'm not online yes so as long as you hit uh there is that big like totem that energy totem as long as you hit that energy totem then you'll be able to unlock that that area if you will uh, and i will say this did we find i forgot that? to did mention find this earlier this? um if you are wanting to play PSO offline, mm -hmm. I highly recommend the GameCube version because you can't do that with Blueburst. I mean, obviously the private server is up and, and if you've got online, you know, definitely give that a try. But if you can't do that, then really the best option to experience the most is definitely the GameCube version. We got a, uh, we got, we got, we got five dollars from someone here, someone on the voice call here. <laughs> <laughs> good old, good old Blabler says he wants in on the five dollar train. Seriously, thanks though for having me over. Well, no problem at all. Yeah, I was just. Well, did you guys warp out of the no boss fight? <laughs> <laughs> How did you get out of the boss fight? Uh, me, I just mashed the button and I. No, I mean, just, like, I'm talking about Flynn. I wonder how Flynn oh. got out. Oh, we, we took the teleporter out. Oh. Oh, I didn't realize you could leave in the middle of the boss fight. So so when exactly did um, 
did Fantasy Star Online 2 come out in Japan? 2012. Yeah. yeah. So, like... Like eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, what what systems did it launch on? Uh, Originally. PC. Just PC. Was there, yeah. like, a... I mean, at that, at that time, would there have been, like, a PS3 version? Um... um... I can't remember if they were working on a console version. I, I want to say they did. Uh, but like Blue Burst, um, it was, uh, I know, primarily PC. Well, for love of the game thinks that PSO2 is also on Vita, PS3, PS4. Mm -hmm. It is. Uh, so it, it is probably is. I don't think 2 is on, isn't the uh, the Vita version is like the Fantasy Star Nova I think, which is like a spinoff. We got a uh, we got four nine nine. That 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 was quite a quite a streak. <laughs> uh, from uh, I don't know you guys saying no love for the Xbox version. I know you can't take it online, but it does widescreen. That, it does, but that the, you can't take it online. the thing is, is you have to have a Xbox Live account. Yeah, how do we get to the boss? Can I just take this pipe to the boss? No. Um... You can go, I mean, you can go back to the boss, but I mean, yeah. we defeated the boss, so it's just gonna. <laughs> oh. Uh. Okay. Well, wait, you have to have an Xbox Live account, but you can't play online? Right, You to even play, I think you have to have an Xbox Live account, and the thing is, like, now you can't even create one, so unless you already have an Xbox Live account, uh, you can't even, you that exists yeah. on the system you can't even play it but there is there is a hacked version that removes uh -huh. that oh i heard that you can't even play offline if you don't have an xbox live account right now to be honest i didn't even know there yes. was an xbox version because no one no one talks about uh, I, have I remember a... i played it for i think like two months and i noticed that it wasn't getting the content that the gamecube was and I looked at like every all the items and weapons, all the bonus areas, all the like events that like the special events and the um, timed and themed events were all going to the GameCube and like one went to Xbox and they didn't put anything else on it. I'm like, why am I going to play the Xbox version when I could play the GameCube and you know, I was I was already paying for a hunter license for the GameCube version, so why would I also pay for that and Xbox Live? I mean, I was already paying for Xbox Live, but it was kind of like the principle of that. Like I'm already paying for online service, and then I'm paying Sega for it on GameCube. So right. I just I gave up and just stayed on the GameCube. Um, we've got a uh, we've got Frank Yeager. Uh, he's, he's he's trying to trying to to break the chain and make two dollars. <laughs> two dollars is cool again. Um, uh, asking about Kingsfield, the precursor to Souls. I, I played a, just you know the the teensiest bit of that on the PSIO, um, and I will say that the aesthetic was interesting to me, uh, but I didn't. You know, I didn't really play it long enough to get a sense of the gameplay. It was just kind of in the middle of production of that episode. 
I'm like, oh, this seems like an interesting game to boot up. Uh, and I, I think I used a clip from it in that episode. Um, definitely interested in, in sort of the, 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 the texture of the world in that game. Uh, but uh, outside of that, I don't know a lot about how it plays. Um, do we want to play some two since it's almost 11? Um, what I would like to do oh, is, is show off, um, at least the seaside area on episode two so I can create a room and go to episode the seaside just so that you can kind of see the differences between yeah, yeah. like visual and graphical. So, so I mean, it's not like a substantial it. jump, but it is, it is pretty cool in my opinion. So we should head back to the lobby. Yes. Okay. I know how to do that, at least. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What parts of Fancy Star Online release on cast? Uh, what do you mean? Like, was it just episode one or what? Episode one and episode two. Didn't release on. Well, it's called version two on. Yeah, don't 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 confuse version two with episode two. Right. Uh, version two uh, just gives you a hundred more levels that you can grind up, um, and adds a couple weapons and items here and there, uh, but it does not give you episode two. Episode two came out with the GameCube and the Xbox. Oh, we got uh, we got $10 from hey, JJJ John. Thank you. Uh, should uh, I join what, a team? What, what, what is make it? and model of CRT if I want component out of it and still be able to play light gun games and run into as little as possible retro tainting problems. What exactly are the things I need to look for? Is, um, that, is that actually extremes in here? In the chat? Oh, in the or in the in the game. Is that the the real extremes? I don't know. It'd be funny if it was. <laughs> that would be funny. With like the the guy from the the main human from the cover of the game. That would be kind of amazing. I think I need to create the room. Yes. He's in here in here stomping GameCube output problems. <laughs> um, John, um, if, if you're talking about like standard consumer CRTs, um, you know, I don't know a lot about like, you know, any of the later like Sony's and stuff like that that might have component, but I've always really liked the Toshibas. Those, you know, the, the silver Toshibas, you'll see them in our episodes every now and then. You're actually going to see it a number, quite a lot, actually, in the first episode of the documentary series, which you'll be able to see next week. 100% promise on that. 100% promise. It's, it's basically done. I just need to spend a couple of days, you know, tying it up. Um, uh, but you'll see it quite a lot in this. Um, and I've actually done some cool stuff with it where um, I, I've got um, a component video line. I've got two component video lines running to a switcher. 
One is just straight regular component. Any of the, any of the systems that are outputting component like the PS2 can go to it. But also I've got, I can switch to the other component input on the switcher, which is the, the, the output from that is of course going to the, the Toshiba TV. Um, it's, uh, that is going, that is actually an RGB video. It's going to Mike Cheese um, RGB to component transcoder. Um, and I was able to get a lot of shot in the episode by, by just to get like a consumer CRT style look rather than the PVM look for a lot of shots. Cause I didn't want to use a lot of PVM stuff early in the episode because I don't, there's like one PVM shot earlier on, but uh, I, I wanted to like save most of the PVM stuff until later when I'm actually like talking about PVMs. So there's a lot of consumer CRT stuff uh, on that, uh, on that too. Oh, we've got a, we've got a RetroTech uh in here uh retrotech is uh i i i i would trust anything he's saying about uh <laughs> about crts 100 for sure he's recommending the jvc d series which i don't know a lot about i i actually um i actually uh I, I can't visualize JVC's logo on a CRT. Actually, I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know they were in that business. I come to think of it, I always think of. Uh, I mean, like, like some like lower end professional stuff. I've got a few like professional like JVC VCRs, but uh, I can't think of them for like consumer TVs. Yeah, I was very fortunate. Um, 2000, I got a really nice 27-inch uh, Toshiba. And we had had Toshibas for the longest time. That I can't remember the model we got, but, uh, but we lived in West Germany at the time and got this really, really nice Toshiba. And it served us for the longest time. And uh, then I want to say... I can't remember the model that I had before, uh, but I do, it, it was 2000 and I got a Toshiba and it had ColorStream. ColorStream is Toshiba's um, talk of, uh, <laughs> of or at least it was, Well, but, but if you're talking Germany, was it RGB? No, 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 I didn't get this in Germany. Oh, I, oh, I'm oh. saying we had Toshiba's since Germany. Oh, okay. and um, I accidentally, I'm coming back in. I accidentally got, but I remember uh, getting this and I'm like, what are all these different, you know, connections on the back? Because, you know, I had just used RF because that was the only thing that my previous TV had. And I remember like looking this stuff up and it was like, wow, component looks really good. Yeah. So I had, uh, at that point I was like, well, S video looks really good too, but I realized that component was better uh, than S video. And so I made it a point to, especially when I started working at Funko Land was, hey, you know, let me get S videos 
or component cables for everything. Um, the lab is over this way. Um, yeah. And, um, and then you want to go in the door on the left, the orange one. And then we'll go to... Oh, no. Hmm. I us. wonder. Yeah, we might have to... Yeah, because it's going to want to do the VR stuff. The VR temple. VR stuff? <laughs> yeah, you got to do... So, in this episode, you got to do training. And you got to uh, do two different um, uh, VR training areas before you can go into the uh, live part of... Which they are fun, but visual-wise, like... Well, yeah. I, I did. Th I did think that view outside the ship over the planet was pretty, at least. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It sort of feels like you're like, like, flying like relatively close to the atmosphere, and there's like a lot of like, lateral motion. Looks kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, regretfully won't be able to to show not with this character at least. Is that is that, is that purple you? That you look, you, you kind of look like a, you almost look like a, a fancy dragoon. <laughs> if that's you, I'm not sure who that is. I think that's Flynn. Ah. Uh, Actually, you know what? Let me, let me try this real quick. This might work. Um, go ahead and exit out, and I'm going to take a different character. Back to the lobby, you mean? Yeah, go back to the lobby. Oh, this is lobby. Corey, are you it... playing on, on, on your PVM or your... No, I'm playing on my OLED. But before I before I forget and lose track... Um, anyway, I get the, the Toshiba CRT. And I ended up... Um, I had all these different connectors and consoles, so I got one of those old Pelican um, S-Video and component uh, switches. So I got that, and then everything that I could do component, I did component. Uh, when Nintendo announced uh, the component cable, I put in for it day one, uh, because I mm -hmm. wanted to play um, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes with the component cable and uh, and on the GameCube, so mm -hmm. I got that. And then I was also extremely fortunate uh, working at Funko Land. They didn't have a skew for monster cables, so when people would trade in monster cables, it was two ninety nine to turn around <laughs> and buy. So I got the the GameCube. The that one had the S video, but you still needed it with the component. So I got all three: the PS two, Xbox, and GameCube. Uh, monster cables for two ninety nine. <laughs> what are the um, the out in this this world map here? All those like heart gates. Is that like supposed to be like a, a February like seasonal event or something? Yeah. So there are there are seasonal events, and um, they have Valentine's Day. Uh, I can't remember what they call it in this version. And the game lore. Yep. The game is up, by the way. It should... 
Yeah, like like in Final Fantasy 14, like the the Valentine's Day is right that right now, and they call it like it's like Valentiona's Day or something. You know, they they have yeah. to, you know, they they have to, you know, name it after like you know some like you know saint that existed in the the lore of Final Fantasy. Like Halloween is, I think, called All Saints Wake. Uh, what is Christmas called? Oh. Um, can't remember. Someone else is in the server, actually. Yes, that's what it's called. Uh, Zephyr Fossil White Day. Uh, that is coming up. I think that's Easter. What they use as Easter. Um, in a couple weeks. I think, I think Final Fantasy fourteen calls calls Easter the the hatching tide, <laughs> something like that. All right. Uh, tuned flux. We'll just want to see this la this area, and then if it works, is it going to work? Yeah, I'm already in the uh, uh, the seaside. So you're gonna wanna when you come in on the left, go through the the orange one, and then come through the um, uh, the central control area. And then when you're in the central control area, choose seaside. Oh, I see. Uh, there's central control area and seabed upper levels. Uh, central control area. Okay. Oh, seaside. Oh, seaside. There we go. Have you really done the episode no, two content no. before, Corey? Mm -hmm. You've only done episode one. Right. See, th th this has given me a much better better grasp of like what episode one and episode two and all that means. Uh, in terms, I, I never really thought about it. It was, it was on the box. <laughs> I never really thought about. It. Right. Oh yeah, this is uh, this is this is giving me some. Uh, Oh, what's the... Yeah, that, that classic uh, Sega Blue Sky feel. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, they did, uh, for some of the bonus online content, they did do um, a lot of Nights into Dreams stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so game. they have um, some crossovers with a lot of other Sonic Team uh, franchises and um intellectual IPs so you see in online uh, sometimes they'll have um sometimes they'll have like Sonic and Knuckles and Tails uh kind of sitting around and um 
they'll have uh, Puyo Puyo. In one of the lobbies, there is a uh, kind of like a soccer field type deal uh, where you can like bounce the balls around, and if you score, like little choo choos will come up, <laughs> and um, there'll be like a choo choo rocket stuff. There is different uh, music that you can get. You can set. Um, do I have any? Disc. Yeah, I'll play disc six. It should have changed the music. The, the the layout here has a much greater draw distance. You can sometimes see geometry pop in, but there's but there's just a a, a, a refreshing openness to the to the area layout that wasn't really in the, in the other areas. Right. It kind of makes me think of uh, Babiki Bay from Poppies. Yep, so the music did change over to Nights into the Dream. Uh, there is a lot of different um, musics that you can you can get. You can get Burning uh, Rangers, which I love, um, which I really wish uh, Sonic Team would do something with Burning Rangers, but... That's just me. And the ship, I think, sailed for that, unfortunately. <laughs> we got uh, we got five dollars from a uh, good old Nye to back locker. Oh. Uh, saying, uh, donate, keep our fancy start online beaches clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I am hearing the. Yeah. Night's credits theme right now yeah. in the background. It's Dream Dreams. <laughs> dreams, 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 I believe. <laughs> How many dreams are there? <laughs> Man, that, that last level music at Night's is so good. Yeah. I think I've always the been. Last level I'm uh, I always like that Soft Museum is my favorite music. In yeah, the game. that one was good too. I mean, there's a lot of good. I mean, there's a lot of good music. This is the perfect music for, like, battle, like, giant aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I will die. You know, in a way, PSO, uh, especially with all the online content, was, you know, kind of a celebration of Sonic Team and Sega. Uh, before things like Super Smash Brothers became, you know, the the celebration of of all these different icons, you had literally you would come in online, and you would see all manner of Sonic Team IP, yeah, um, being represented and talked about, or in music or themes and. I always thought there was a bar that you could tell that shows how close you are to leveling up, like just on the main screen. But I guess not. Um. So if you, I mean, if you just hit start, it's gonna say like uh, XP right, to next level. Seven. Got it. Oh yeah, I can see. Yeah. Oh, we got a uh, five dollars from Colin Barrett. Thank, Thank you. you. Going nuts with the five dollars. I know. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, it seems like half of Sonic Team's games are celebrations of themselves. They, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, they gotta... They gotta milk that nostalgia. There's, you know, yeah. the, good, the good feelings that people have for their games. I mean, uh, you know, that's... Uh, and they're the ones that that most people know, you know, like them and AM2 are the two probably are the most well-known. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes people like myself buy all their stuff all the time. <laughs> On multiple consoles too, by the way. I mean, when, when was Sonic Team, like, officially like, instated as a name? When did Sonic uh... 1? I mean, it says, it's Sonic know, 1, it says really Sonic Team Presents. Two, actually. Yeah, I guess that's true. True. It is on this early. Really, like yeah, I want to say too. That's kind of when the split happened when uh, or, went to the U.S. But Sonic One says Sonic Team Presents. Would have been Sonic CD. It's either one or two. I don't think it was CD as far as I can remember. Yeah, Sonic Team was founded in '91, is what Jeff always says. I mean, yeah, I mean okay. Sonic. Sonic One says Sonic Team Presents when you start the game. Yeah, but they were they were the team that made Sonic One. But I don't think they were like a division at Sega. Like right, 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 right. I don't think, like I, I, I don't think that that was until the until uh, Saturn that became like oh there was like a. Did uh, Thing, did did um, did Rieko Kodama have anything to do with this? Uh, no, no, not that not that I know of. I mean, she's maybe she's in here as like a consultant or something, but yeah. I mean, I guess she was working on Skies of Arcadia. Yep. Uh, Although I actually don't know what her role on that is. You sir. You know, I forget about Billy Hatcher. Whoa! Oh, what? Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that, that crimson Whoa. red of the, the super chat. Dang. We got we got fifty dollars from from Super Guy eighty eight. Whoa! <laughs> Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> Thank you. I was saying I just discovered your channel. You guys are awesome. Thanks to you, I'm currently building my perfect retro gaming setup. Nice. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, we, we, we <laughs> funny, funny enough, we, we have also both been in the midst of building our perfect retro game setups. <laughs> no. You know, I, I feel like uh, over the, uh, in the time since we have started the channel, we've probably built like three to four uh, perfect retro game setups. <laughs> Subs that we once believed were perfect. And now we're telling ourselves, yes, this is it. This is it. Like this, this yeah. is the time. This is the perfect retro game setup. It's not going to change. Is that right? <laughs> Although it's been, you know, I the the episode I'm working on now is the first episode that, like, you know, I've gone to to deep editing and production uh, with my new setup being functional. And, you know, I, I've seen little things where it's like, oh, you know, this would be easier if I had it this way or something like that. So when I've got a little downtime after finishing the episode this week, uh, 
You can streamline it or fix then the things I, that... There's a few things I'm going to streamline. Like, for example, uh, in the PS2, I ran both um, an RGB cable and a component cable. But it's actually quite difficult the way it's positioned to, like, have those, like, both taking up space back there. And, um, uh, like, to switch them and swap them. And I realize I just need to, to have one of them hooked up, probably component. And, like, if I need to capture RGB, I've got an open GSCART spot. You know, I can just run that cable temporarily. That would be the easier way to yep. capture RGB if I needed to, you know? Right. So I figured out little things like that. Um, you know, I, I definitely figured out that I, I, I for sure want to get another Extron uh, switcher because uh, there's, there's a, a lot more signals that I want to route to a lot more places in the room. Or really, I mean, I'm able to do quite a lot with what what I've got, but, um, but, uh, I, I, I want to do even more. I'm, I'm getting like, like I said, I think, I think when you see the, uh, the episode, you're, you're going to want to get some of your CRTs out of, out of storage. Well, it's, it's, like it's not about get, like, like getting them out of storage. Shop. It's just that, I mean, if I need a certain shot, then, then, with our workflow, just like, hey, can you get me this shot of this off of the CRT? Well, sure, sure. But there was there was a lot. I, I could see getting out the the twenty seven inch consumer C CRT and putting it somewhere. Yeah, just because it's it's a look that you're not going to get with your PBMs, you know. Right, right. But I mean, like, I don't use it that often. We're only using it because this is like a series where it makes sense. Right. Um, I mean, I I didn't shoot anything off of my consumer CRT at the other house for like years. Well, I, I've definitely I, I've definitely shot a lot off of it for this episode. Yeah, I was debating uh, what I wanted to you know stream with whether or, you know, set it up with uh, whether the ion adapter, the component cables uh, through the Framemeister, uh, or playing on the BVM. Because <laughs> I, I didn't know, like, you know, what what is going to be the best, most comfortable way to try and uh, play this while streaming. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that like, as I figure out my lighting down here, you probably see me sitting in here most of the time unless I'm playing something specifically on a CRT. Mm -hmm. But who knows? So, so you you've kind of been gravitating toward even playing your OSSC stuff on the OLED. In your uh, setup. that is probably like a bit. Uh, it's probably doesn't make sense to say it that because I haven't actually played anything <laughs> that I wasn't streaming mm -hmm. uh, on it. I mean, just in general, she I haven't. I, I just haven't played anything. Period. Uh, we got uh, we got uh, two dollars from Ben Brody. But he says two dollars. <laughs> Easy. 
I feel like that was bad. I could do a, I could do like a better broke it for a second. That, I promise. Huh? It like it like cut your voice out for like a second. Oh, do I have to say <laughs> it again? So loud. <laughs> do I have to this, do it again? This oh, is no, what you have to say. Like I can't do it again. <laughs> I mean, it was it wasn't that great. I I I'm disappointed in myself. I feel I should be able to do a better Waluigi. Uh, I don't know. I think my night has been made just now. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> at, least <Two> dollars. <laughs> at least there's that. <laughs> this is a really. This is. This vista right here is a really good. Um, a really good view. Yeah, I like how it looks. In, in, in Final Fantasy XIV, this is where they would have hidden the uh, the points that you have to click in order to uh, in the in the new areas that they've added since the first expansion. They you can use uh, flying mounts in the areas, but only after you uh, examine all of these little green swirly points that uh, that that help you understand the air currents in the area better. <laughs> and you can't fly on your flying mounts until you found all of them in an area. Oh, that's <laughs> definitely a problem. They, they, uh, they, they definitely would have hidden one right here. Oh, <laughs> Alright, so we're Yeah, it's, it's not so much... I would love to go on like a gaming bender but between moving and doing stuff in the house since moving well, just getting just getting, getting your situated setup. yeah i mean it's i'm i'm kind of getting into i think i said this to try i said it a couple of times uh i'm getting into the whole like smart sockets and stuff and smart <laughs> smart lighting and I like the idea of setting everything up that once it's time to like shoot something, I can just hit a button on my phone that turns on all the correct lights and turns off all the ones that I don't need. I think that'd be pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, I haven't had time to just play games in general. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't either. I mean, I've, I've been... I mean, I, I, I haven't taken a day off from editing in probably a month. <laughs> I mean, You're not going to know was... what to do once you get that documentary done. Well, I, 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 like, he's got I four mean, more well, parts yeah, then. I'm going to move on to part two. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, we'll be doing other uh, episodes. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's funny because, like, I, I haven't... Like once the once the fifth part is done, like by the time that comes out, like it'll have been about a year since the point where I'm like, okay, like I have to focus on this and basically nothing else in terms of like my workload for the show or else is never going to get done. Uh, and it, it will have been about a year, by the time the fifth episode comes out, it'll have been about a year from when I start going all in on script writing and stuff and like it's gonna be like 
Like, I, I, I'm so looking forward to that, but part of me also thinks, like, I'm going to feel a little too, you know? <laughs> but there's going to be... It, it'll be a relief to work on... Uh, well, it's the same thing. It's like, when I did M2, it was, it was, once it was finished, it was like a... Uh, it's like a, a very emotional experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just like you, you almost like don't know how to focus on different, you know? Yes. We got uh we got four ninety nine from oops, scrolled up. Uh four ninety nine, thank you, from Sam Bam. Thank you. Saying, oh man, so many great memories with this game, especially blocking the landline. Oh yeah. All For about, me, I was blocking know, a landline uh, with America Online. I I, I finally convinced uh, convinced my family to get uh, get get broadband uh, in part thanks to Final Fantasy Eleven. <laughs> I uh, Corey, do you want to switch over to PSO two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you open up a pipe so we can go back to the thing so I can. Uh, yep, hold on, let me find you guys. But yeah, the uh, visual jump in this area, like, it's not just the, the, the difference in graphical quality and effects and stuff, but just, like, the areas are much more open and less, like, these sort of small, round areas connected by paths. I mean, it is that to some extent, but I think it's more, I guess, uh, impressively designed. But, um, yeah, when Final Fantasy XI came out, I was, I was, I was in college, but, so I was playing on broadband at school, but, uh, when I went home, I played it for, uh, about a month on dial-up, <laughs> and finally, you know, talked to my parents, and, uh, it actually worked fine on dial-up compared to broadband it wasn't that big of a downgrade really it was just that you were using the phone line yeah i, I mean, don't know I, I found a way like i have no idea how i did it but i was able to find a way around my college's firewall to be able to play because i had a broadband adapter for my dreamcast and by unplugging the the ethernet from it at a certain time i could work i could get around it i have no idea how i was able to do oh, it oh wow i i never even thought of that there was nothing blocking Final Fantasy 11 i never even thought of that i wonder if that was like common back then but surely like i severely doubt that's even a thing now it's like i mean what 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 college campus is gonna like block people from playing video games online you know i mean uh they did back in the day I, I, that's what I'm, I'm saying like nowadays though it's such just like such a basic right, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh wow we got a uh, 577 from seven kirkin thank you uh, saying anybody read firebrand x article the woes of ps2 video output profile and he mentions about the internal bilinear filter and how it does a blur effect um i have not read that is that a recent um 
we were we were me and firebrand were chatting a little bit not long ago but i didn't see anything about that i, I i'd be curious to know more about that some ps2 games most ps2 games don't really have any kind of filter um but um oh the the pictures aren't on screen oh, okay in this layout um uh but like most uh ps2 games have sharp output no anti-aliasing really but uh some games like uh xenosaga episode 3 comes to mind um and uh it has like this sort of anti-aliasing-ish effect going on, and it's on it's a beautiful looking game, but it's not good for uh, it's not good for making comparisons. Um, just because of that, like I usually go for some other kind of game. Which, by the way, that there was another one uh, just this past weekend that. Xenosaga Episode 3 is is shown early in the PS2 RGB video. And for some reason, people ask a lot, like, what games? Something about it, I guess. Just It's riding around on a beach. I mean, it does look impressive. But it's not exactly like an open beach, you know? So they're obviously, like, the ba- they're kind of, you know, faking it with, the, with the, the background. You know, it's not real geometry that you can go to. Oh, it's on his Patreon page. Okay. Hmm. Now that you say that, now that you say that, I, I, I think I did hear about that. Now that you say that, I, in fact, it's possible he even told me about that directly, and I just com- had a brain fart because, like, I can't even remember what I was doing yesterday at this point. <laughs> I mean, it's been uh, been an adventure getting this done. I mean, I've, you know, I, I'm try, I, I, I'm trying to mostly swear off, like, you know, working late nights as much as possible. But like, I, I kind of had to do a week of this video just to get it to get it done and like all week long like i basically worked until midnight (laughs) i'm gonna be really excited once you guys uh start to get these out because literally i mean like all your content you just devour it and when it's over like you're always sad because it's like a really want more my life in gaming content but i know you've been working on really hard on it and um seeing a lot of the stuff that you were able to get done you know due to the the retro creates pretty awesome and can't wait to see the the fruit of all that work that you get that you guys put in yeah well it'll be over in 45 minutes when you start it but you know <laughs> but it's taking a long time to get but it's not truly going to be over because there's gonna be four more episodes also, Joe, uh, just... 
Oh, so, so is, the, is that the character that you, is, is it, is it based on like the first character? Yeah, I was just playing uh, as like the, the character named after the emergency mission alert, large scale deployment operation in progress. All arc stops report to the quest uh, counter to join the mission. She doesn't look anything like it, but her name is based after the, the character from, uh, Oh, okay. Hi. Um, Joe, uh, Joe said, uh, whoa, try said fart. That's the closest I've ever heard to him, him cussing. I, I don't even remember saying fart. Did I say fart? Oh, it, was it, was it from, uh, from the, the fart attack? I think you have to do it through the actual Xbox. Oh, you should be able to right here. Oh, I said brain fart. <laughs> I don't remember saying brain fart. I did. I I did say fart attack. But, uh, BF retro. I'm on uh, coolly skunk. I don't have the beta, so I'm gonna send this one out. <laughs> yeah, look at look at that rifle you got there. Yeah, I've got several. Um, I've got several different weapons so far. I'll be back in a bit. All right. Uh, uh. Well, they've got they've got trailers for the Sonic movie playing in the lobby. Yes, yes. So if you go, there's certain areas that you can go, and they have uh, different things going on. Well, uh, that, back... that that red X I just gotta say is giving me serious like the the windows are giving me Windows XP vibes, and I kind of. <laughs> uh... So should we just do? Um... Oh, so you just, like, go up to a counter and, like, choose a quest? Yeah, I mean, there's lots of them. And there's, like, different difficulty levels. Um, Does it, let's... like, put you in, like, a different, like, starting point in the area, depending on what mission you're doing? Uh, maybe. Let's do... We uh, could do, um... Let's do something in the forest, because it's just, like... I, I really like how the forest looks in this. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, or here's another coastal. Let's do this one, the coastal exploration. Okay. Corey, is your uh, is your camera supposed to just be your shoulder? Oh, is it? No, it's not supposed to be. <laughs> That's, I, it's, it's all. This is not. So you're not in my party right now. It would tell. It would say your name. Is uh your what's your character name? Lena S I L I N A V two point oh. Uh, yeah, let's see. What I'll do is I'll just find oh, your room and I sent you a party inv invitation. 
It's nice that they don't force you to have a first name and last name. From what I'm seeing. If you want to... If you want to just go ahead and, and start a room, I will find you through... Well, I, I, say, I for... see you an invite. So it should... It should show up. Like, if you hit start and then go to friends, friend list, and probably if you look at... It might have something there. Yeah, now I just invited you. But there's no notification that comes up and says... Um, hang on. Oh, it says we're undertaking a quest. And that's why we can't invite. Are you in the middle of the quest? Oh, can you can you quit the quest? I don't know how to exactly Yeah, do it. I will go through and try and quit them. Um... Look at that. <laughs> the coast of Wopal, a breathtaking landscape of glittering sands and a vast ocean. It's home to environmental oddities of unknown origin. Waterfalls that flow from the planet's aqueous surface, urged to catch the water. I don't really understand this, like the mining aspect of it. I did some the other day. I did some fishing and mining, and it's. I mean, you just kind of sit there and, and push a button. It's not really, like, super complicated or, you know, over the top or anything. You you literally just go, you push a button and you keep mining or fishing until your stamina runs out. And then you go do something else. And then can you, like, sell the stuff that you get or whatever? Yes. Like, to other players? You can. There is like a an auction house, but there's a cafe that you bring uh, the food. Like you get food, uh, you bring it to the cafe where you can make uh, food that gives you buffs, or you can turn that into um, currency to buy rings. You can get two rings from them. All right, uh, try now, Corey. So, how do you? Uh... How do you use the abilities that are like on the that are not the X, Y, and right bu right bumper? Yeah. Uh, you can move use the D pad to move between them, and you click okay. in and you click in the left stick to use it to activate it. Oh, that's that's a little weird. Yeah, but I, I mean, wish I, could, I, I wish you could do it with another button. I guess. Well, you you can you can customize it however you want you can oh okay well, that's actually pretty cool. see something something that i wish in final fantasy uh 14 like the the original version of 14 you know the one that everyone hated oh sorry the, it's so loud hang on i can turn it down the uh the hot bar even when playing with the controller of course remember remember version one see but you know the game had full controller support um, even when playing with a controller, though, your hotbar, you navigate with the D-pad. You know, it was just a linear hotbar. And 
part of me still kind of misses that because like now they've got this thing like it's called the cross hot bar where you hold r2 and then you've got eight abilities that can be used and each one is a diamond pattern you know so oh, i gotta go I gotta you know the the abilities correspond with you know the four face buttons and the four directional buttons and then you hold l2 and you've got another set of those and for some reason like the r2 side i'm fine on but like the l2 side like i just get it i get them reversed in my head really bad and i always like try to like especially like on the L2 side with the face buttons, I try to not put like anything too complicated, like anything too important on, on, um, on, on that side. Because like, I, I mean, it's just like, you know, I'm one of those people that's, that's not too good with, you know, le- you know, I say le- wrong all the time, you know, and I, I don't know if because of that. But it's the 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 controller layout is very good in theory, but when I have too many abilities, like there's I, I just I get I easily get my wires crossed <laughs> with the with the, the the way that 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 cross hot bar works in Final Fantasy fourteen. So part of me wishes that you could like the linear hot bar that you can use with like a keyboard or a mouse. Like you can use that on PS4, but I don't want to use a mouse. I want a controller. See, I can switch through using up and down on the D-pad. You can have up to six sets of weapons with unique attacks. Or with... So I also have these like, these uh, boots, these knife boots. And you like kind of float. And you jump, you jump, and or if you attack, you'll. It's kind of cool. I, I like the. I, I mean, I like the the interface in general. Like, it looks pretty easy to use, really. I, I have a gun blade. It's like a shotgun that. All right, like, <laughs> can't say. Looks kind of like a shotgun. So, you all, so you have those like the left and rights. You can so you can assign ten things. You know, like, I have, like, my... It can be whatever you want. But you can have several of those. So you just hit left and right, and you can choose through three of them, but you can unlock more. Uh, yeah, John. Uh, Toshiba is the, is the consumer CRT I have. I've, I don't think I've ever used a Hitachi. Corey, if you want to create a room, I'll find you. If you want to create a, the coast one. Oh, this is, this should be fine. I, I already did. This is what, what we're in right now. This is the mission that I took on. That's this one that we're doing right now. Are you still in you're still in here though, right? No, I'm I I haven't came in. I've been in the lobby. What? It says you're like in my Jump in the into the pool of water. Okay. Yeah, we're, I thought you were in here for some reason. I don't know why I thought you. No, were in I was here. gonna accept the the quest uh, from the 
uh, vendor, the lady there. Oh, so is okay, this, the, is this the first time that the game has been on Xbox One at all? Like, yeah, I don't think it's it yes in Japan. It's not on Xbox One. Now, I think they did say that it was a timed exclusive. It's probably going to come to PlayStation in a year. I bet. I don't. I feel like Microsoft is funding a lot of this. Yeah, but I think there was like a timed exclusive. I think it said something like that, but I can't remember. So is that you right there? I'm running around. I don't. Then why are you right here with me? I summoned you at this yeah. the ally terminal. We can we can see you right there. You're just standing still. Uh, that's really weird because I'm running around. <laughs> Well, that's a bug that I can put <laughs> down in the uh, survey. Yep. Hang on, let me see. I'll head back to the... I'm going to abandon the quest, see what happens. That's the friend's partner, Ooh. not the real deal. Okay, there, friend there is a, there's a lot of stuff about this like that I am still... What's a, fri- what's a friend partner? You can like play with like a not real version of your... Do they get ex- experience for it? That's, that's, kind of, that's kind of creepy, actually. All right, I'm going to see if I can try and get to the final okay. area. It says I can't invite you to a party now. Well, no, that's the gateway ship. We're having such a difficult time with this. I'm just, I'll just watch the Sonic trailer over and over again. <laughs> Are you back in the lobby? Yeah. Okay, let me head back to the lobby as well. Do, do you hear sound on the Sonic trailer? Um... Yeah, if you're close enough to the TV, you will. <laughs> and they did a concert last night at uh, 8 o'clock. They it's had a concert. Too. Is it interlaced? I don't know if it's on purpose. Okay. Um, I'm back in the lobby. Okay. Let me see if I can. Here we go. Is that a party invitation? Oh, there... Yep. Join party. Okay. Right. Now I got the notification. All right. Now... Well, I guess let's do let's do it. I haven't been to the tundra. Uh, I mean it's okay, but it's white and blue and icy and boring looking. <laughs> How about this one? How about the dragon altar or the soul Durandal? Um, that one's okay. I think it's a volcano. You know, it's funny. Uh, 
I don't I, I I don't know when we will do a best video quality for original Xbox, but we definitely intend to. That that can be a little complicated because there's a lot of different uh, DACs on different Xbox models, as far as I understand. All right, I'm I'm in the in the thing. Whenever you're ready, I'm in the. Yeah, I just dropped down from the gateway ship. Okay. Yep, there you are. I'm. Well, I'm loading in. There we are. Perfect. Finally, <laughs> there, there's definitely a lot of little quirks about this, and there's just there's there's a lot of new stuff to learn, I guess. It looks pretty fun, though. It's it, it really is, and I think the the biggest thing is, is if you have other people to play with, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And I like that it has like mobile game style. Like, oh, you can just log in and do these daily quests like really quick, and they're nothing. It's like don't seem like they're super. Uh, Time-consuming. Well, we got a uh, we got five Canadian bucks from the importer. Oh, Thank I haven't you. seen the importer in a little while. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, it says uh, seeing uh, seeing you play Cory reminds myself in 2014. I'm also playing PSO2 right now, trying to cap my fifth class to level 95. So I guess that's the Japanese version. Dang. Did 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 there didn't there used to be, or was there, never or maybe there still is like is there is there a IP block, on PSO two? No no I I, I played the Japanese version to, to get footage of it a while back. If you remember? Oh uh, okay. There might, to my knowledge, to. it's no longer there. But However, you, you still gotta put in the the patch to use i think what the old singapore version um to get oh. the english translation but none of those um that part the the c server uh is no longer active i think the they took that down so um you're kind of you have to use the japanese server and then you have to try and apply that uh tweak to it so there even already then, was like, an english language yes no. but it wasn't fully like translated or you know it was very limited okay i got this set of weapons that were had a very high rarity so i feel like they're much more powerful than anything else that I had. And I've gotten since. But you can see how much how much faster it is than the original. Also, yeah, and I mean in a way it almost doesn't feel like an an RPG. It just you know, it just kind of feels like an action game. <laughs> it but... almost it almost feels like almost like a like a platinum games game 
<laughs> also, just to let you guys know I'm back, but I have some issues with my camera, so I have to put it off for now. Well, that's okay. And it just picks up your money uh, automatically, which is kind of nice. I think the biggest thing is the personal loot, because... Yeah, you, know, you don't I, have to I worry about think... taking it from anybody. You just pick up everything. It's, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, you, can, you can't steal stuff from anybody or accidentally take something. Everyone just gets their, gets their own items. Which was a big deal in the original PSO, because as a range hacking from far, and then a rare item would drop, and the hunter right next to you would just take it, and I'm like, hey! <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Um, you're taking all the loot here, and... Exactly. So, will you run into other players in yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you see like other players all the time, and I don't even know why they're there. If it's just like yeah, why push. are they there? So what's going on is when you go to take a quest, when you go to the uh, mission table, when you're talking to that lady, you can choose to join uh, a game already in progress. Oh, okay. And you can choose to like, and you can have your own of, party like, in that. Teleport. So you get like a lot of people. You can get a lot of people at the same time in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's kind of like a dungeon in Final Fantasy XIV where, like, you can join an in-progress dungeon, except that's kind of different because you can only, like, the dungeon is only for a party. Like, you're not going to run to another party in the dungeon. There's only one instance of it per party, but you can join an in-progress one if you want to. But th this seems totally different because these areas seem much more open see there's somebody Unless... right here there's there's yeah. sonaku is in here <laughs> i don't know if that's like a ai control though i doubt it look at him jumping around i yeah i i told you uh told you last week that uh drum and lynn and i watched uh ralph breaks the internet yeah and I felt like the funniest part of the whole movie was those player characters in the Slaughter Race game. Like the way they animated. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that had me dying. See, I don't, I don't know if they're AI controlled because they're, their names are in white. But maybe not. If they're well, the same level as you, then, and they're talking, then yeah, they're AI controlled. Well, they don't seem. But to I'm be. pretty sure. Well, look, at, look at that one, like jumping around and stuff. It's not acting like an AI. Oh, that's is Sam. Sam Kim Bam. Is he in the in the chats? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so they just followed you. How did they do it? I guess so. I don't know. I mean, that's that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. But I don't... How did they do it? Well, if you... Like I was saying earlier, if you go to the um, 
the quest counter and talk to the lady, you can search for games already in progress, and it oh. has the player name in every... Oh, okay. So even if you don't necessarily friend, you can still, like, find them just based on character name. Mm-hmm. The real people are just in a different party. That's cool. Oh, hey! Thank you. got nine 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 from uh, good old Adam G. Uh, glad to finally catch a stream. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, yeah. and donate for the first time in ages. <laughs> what will the next episodes from you guys be covering? Well, look for at some point this coming week. I am finally, finally near the end first episode of our five-part documentary series, which is called Analog Frontiers. And uh, the first episode of that is kind of just going to be... Um, is, is we're going to there's interviews with a whole bunch of retro tech people uh and uh it's just going to be an overview it's kind of going to be the the big the, the introduction to what's going to become an ongoing sort of conversation in the series about uh you know keeping classic gaming going and you know the technology that uh that people have developed to allow us to continue to play games and, you know, new way. So yeah, that, that, that's, that's been a long time coming and there's going to be four more of them after that, you know, over the next several months. So look forward to them. That's, I don't know where you are. I think I went, I went to, through the, uh, the single party thing. And, uh, yeah, if you go to the single, that's just uh, you. If you go okay. to the single. Oh. I thought it was just the party that you're in. So there's certain instance areas of the map that is called single, and it's just your character that goes there. Oh, okay. This attack is so strong. I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Yeah, once this goes to open beta, I'd highly recommend people give this a, a try. I wonder when the open beta is going to be. If this is like... The closed, I mean, I can't imagine... It, it feels like it's pretty close to release. It's got to be close to release at this point. I was surprised they didn't announce it during E3 last year, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, there's a lot of stuff to translate, but I mean, I feel like... With this, they're pretty close to having the, to release this. I mean, they. they, they I think it was a a translation and a server load deal, as well as you know, just kind of taking stock of well, how much interest is in this, and well, I feel you like... know, I mean, Phil Spencer can go all he wants and say like, I want PSO, but you still got to have people playing it, and I think, you know, I I think this closed beta really showed Sega that like you made a mistake not releasing this years ago. Um, <laughs> when a lot of us have been patiently waiting yeah. saying, Hey Sega to PSO two, please. <laughs> yeah. When I went to a uh, E3 last year and I was actually attending the Microsoft presser, PSO two probably got the second most thunderous wars <laughs> out of anything that was announced. <laughs> 
Look at this, such a... And you can all... You, you probably can guess what the first thing was. Um, I don't remember. I don't, this is the only thing I remember from it. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Keanu? Oh, well, yeah. I, I guess I now that you mention that. I mean... <laughs> yeah. That looks like I did it. Send me back to the gateway ship. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I remember sitting down. I, I didn't watch anything of um, the stream when it hit live. and Because I was working and I was like, well, I'll watch all the stuff later that night. So mm -hmm. I go and I load it up and I'm like, okay, you know, I my expectations with with Microsoft, with their conferences and streams is, you know, not like crazy high, but I, I expect them to be good, but not like, oh my God, like wowing. <laughs> and, you sure. know, it's going through the, the different games and everything. We get to uh, the part where PSO comes up and literally I hear like the first three notes and I'm like, oh my <laughs> God. It's Fantasy Star Online 2. And I had listened. I got all the PSO2 music, and I've been listening to the music to the, for the game for years now. So it's it's kind of funny. I, I'm sitting here playing, you know, these areas that I've been listening to the music. And I'm like, oh, this is where the music actually comes in. But that, that stream or that reveal, mm -hmm. literally it was like, Sega, Microsoft, don't don't you be playing with my emotions because I've been waiting for this game for almost eight years, and you can't. I literally Let's cried because I, I was so really happy that we were finally getting PSO two. I've taken so many surveys um, from Sega. Like always, it's always the first thing I do is PSO two win. PSO2 went like every. Well, you know that that's probably that's probably what made it happen, right? I mean, well, I mean, it's still if, if it wasn't for people asking, they why would they have done this? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I can understand the difficulty of localizations and the cost and and money behind it. I remember, you know, literally going into the PSO2 website almost every other day for months on end uh, back in 2012, 2013, looking for status updates. And it was always, Sega was always like, you know, we're trying to work on the localization. And then there's, you know, they feel that all the special stuff that they have going on on the Japanese servers, the the in-game stuff and the, the tie-ins with other Japanese products NIPs that like none of us would understand and then they feel like well that might be a turnoff but it's like we don't care and not only do we not there's a lot of a, there's a lot of people in North America that love Japanese culture and stuff anyway so it doesn't matter they're going to be all into that whether they truly know it or not and I'm pretty sure people are you know give them more credit than than you do sega because yeah. there are people who are very much gonna know what these ip products are and tie-ins um well my, my 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 big hope but i i can't say i have much hope that dragon quest 10 will come over someday but 
a friend and I, a, a friend, a friend who knows Japanese, and I've been talking about playing Dragon Quest Ten sometime. Like you know, even though I couldn't really understand what's going on, at least stumble through it. <laughs> like I just want to complete the main like quest in it, you know. So I can say I beat every Dragon Quest game. So you get experience for the enemies that the other players kill as long as you're cl close by. Um, I think you still need. Well, I've I seen, don't know. I've been it's getting experience. In, in Final Fantasy XIV, you have to like if you engage in another uh, another an enemy that another player is fighting, you will get some experience without taking away from theirs as long as you like. At least gave it like two or three hits or something. Yeah, I mean, I see those numbers popping up over there, and then it will say experience sometimes. I'm sure you have to contribute in some way. No, see, I just right there, 35 experience, 27 for not even... I mean, I mean, if that were the case, you, you could just go to an area and just get experience. You just, like, leave your character Well, no, that's, that's what happens. Like, I did a thing yesterday, and... It was like a, like the enemies were too powerful, but I was able to follow people around and get experience. Really? That's interesting. Well, I think that yeah, they just do that I, to make it, it more Yeah, it just said I got experience and I wasn't doing anything yeah. other than running around. I don't even know what the max level is in this. I I don't either. I I presume two hundred, but I don't know. It's just a guess. Have to feed my poor mag. Yeah. Sitting here with low battery. I don't understand how I can get them to appear to follow me around. So you gotta go to. Is it quick menu? I remember doing the same thing because I was like, wait a minute, where's my mag? It should be showing. What is it? Is it like a, a extra, it's like a little gunner thing that look, it looks like an looks like an Opa Opa. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. they changed shapes after apparently for taking play, taking part in this closed beta, you get one that looks like a Dreamcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what they did. The, they had ones that were, they had a master system one in the original. That's funny. Yeah, they had all. So in um, in PSO, they had like kits of Mark III, kit of Master System, Mega Drive, and Dreamcast and Saturn, and you could use those kits to turn your mag into one of those consoles. So you could be running around. Um, with uh well that's not good uh you could be running around with those um those consoles as your mag what was that code emergency yeah so there, i've got a, of, like, the code... uh, there's a really nasty enemy that i have to deal with and i i don't know where there's a turret for me to fight them off 
So I, 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 I'm, I'm assuming that uh, your characters are, are going to be wiped for the... the no, no, you keep no, everything. No, really? That's the surprising thing. I've never seen that happen uh, in a closed beta before. Oh, I died. Moving from a closed beta to open or, or anything like that. But they have come out and said that there's no character wipes or anything. It is literally... Wow. Um, you keep all your stuff, and it's going to well, go from closed beta to open, and then open to live. I mean, I guess the I guess the game is so like established. Like, I mean, you know, like I mean, yeah, the that's what I was saying. There. Yeah, it seems surprising that they even have had to do this because I mean, the game's been around for so long. Yeah, but then they had server issues on Friday, so. Yeah, but then I thought, well, I guess this is the first time of it being on the Xbox. That's true. Yeah, and I I think they also want to test, you know, more eyes on, you know, just checking the content. Like, I, I've seen a couple um, spelling errors or just grammatical errors. Um, yeah. And, you know, there's just... that old saying where, uh, you know, you have, what, the, what did that, how did that saying go? You have three bugs that may happen one in a thousand times, and... You know, when the product is live, you know, you're going to see it a million times because, <laughs> you know, however many millions of people are playing it. And so it's always good to, you know, stress something like I'd rather them have done this than release the game and do what happened on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Like people would have been crushed, you know, trying to play the game and then probably been That's turned off. You know, never possibly didn't never play it again. Yeah. Where are we supposed to be going here? Can you oh, still sign a... up for the beta? I uh, I don't see why not. Well, All it required but... was downloading the Xbox Live Insider, and then downloading the game. But is there yeah, going to be uh... more days of closed beta? No, uh, this this was extra. Um, it was supposed to end last night at um, 12 a.m. Oh. Or this morning at 12 a.m. But they added an extra day because the first day was completely blown by the servers. Like, we didn't get in, I think, 11 p.m. Pacific um, yeah, on Friday when... night. My time was when the servers finally got up. But at that point, we had already missed two urgent quests. Um, and so people hoping to get their Dreamcast and, you know, utilize the, those two urgent quest time periods, you know, they they got screwed. So they, you know, everyone asked for extra time and, you know, they, you know, thankfully they did. So after after this session the next phase is open beta there's not another it should be open beta yes when, when that, is that, that is my understanding when's that starting we don't know uh, huh. but official release is like april right i don't think they've said when it's going to be oh really yeah they haven't specified we thought it was going to be march but i don't know where we're supposed to be going Yeah, this is the first time I've actually gone in the stone, so... Uh, Corey's playing on Xbox One X. 
I don't know about Vanessa. It's right now. It's only on uh, um, Xbox One, and yeah, I <laughs> I did go out and get a uh, a One X because oh. I didn't have a um, I didn't have an Xbox One. So you and... got it just for this game, or not? Yeah, maybe I got, just I got for the game, just... but it was just... it was the the ma- the big incentive, I guess. Yeah. No, I'm a huge Fantasy Star fan. So, you know, anything like this, I, I've got to, you know, I cannot not do this. So yeah. I had to get the 1X. And then because I'm crazy, I had to get like the Series 2 Elite controller. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, I, I, I sometimes go crazy. <laughs> Just 180 bucks. Yeah, it's crazy. But I have I, to say, it's, it is a really nice controller. I, like, it better think, be for that. I, I don't think I've ever held one, or maybe well, not the second one, but I feel like I feel like Best Buy may have had like a regular Elite controller on display. I don't understand those like extra like paddle buttons or whatever people call them. Like, like do you like program them to be like a a certain button combination? Is it a combination? Yeah, yeah, it's a macro. it's It's like so it's like hitting like. B and X at the same time or something. Sure, yes. Yeah. Example. So right now I've got the default layout and like sometimes it's really nice. Like I was playing Shadow Complex last night and it was really nice to have these macros down here that I could set up um, while I was trying to do complicated moves. Mm. I've not listened to any of the music in this though. I feel like you can't you can't hear the music very well when you're running around. I actually had to I turned mine up, because um, I I love music in video games. So especially yeah. when it's gr- good music. And since I've been listening to this music for years, it's you know it's really nice to to put the music with the area. Yeah. I, I always, I, I kind of, uh, like, I got the soundtracks for Final Fantasy X and twelve before the games came out in the U.S. And, like, I feel like those soundtracks didn't really make an impression on me until I actually played the game. Because, like, the, that first listen was, like, kind of disappointing. Because, like, I just didn't have the association or the context. But that's, then again, that's kind of why I gravitate toward video game music in general. Because, you know, over music music, I guess. Because, <laughs> like, music for music's sake, like, I don't, I don't have, like, like, music for me is, like, associated with something else I like. You know, so like that's a big part of why I like video game music is because I associate it with the game, and uh, you know, so like I absolutely love the Final Fantasy twelve soundtrack, but the first time I listened to it, like it, it was just like I couldn't really remember one tune to the next, you know. Um, 
but I, I had to play the game to really get that association. So I, I think I prefer to, you know, since then, I think I now prefer, um, you know, to, to not listen to the soundtrack until after playing the game. I think it depends on the game. If it's from a series that I already know um, and is kind of established, I, I kind of like listening to it. Like uh, Ace Combat 7 was a great example. I obviously wanted to play it on PC first because I, I don't have a PS4 um, or at the time a um, Xbox One. So I had to wait on the PC version to come out and... You know, I'm I'm not not gonna listen to. <laughs> oh, that's fished for the first time. It uh, you know, obviously people released, it became available, and um, I was listening to that, and it was nice because now when I was actually playing the game, I could actually kind of focus a little bit more on the actual story and what was going on while, you know, mm. kind of subliminally listening to the music and knowing what's going on and tying that in. So I could like, I still enjoy the music because I've already heard it yeah. and I love it. And now like, it's a little better because I I'm focusing on the game. That makes sense. But I can understand, like, I don't, I don't listen to, I mean, the, the only music that I listen to outside of video game music would be, like, Synthwave. Um, I used to, like, listen to a lot of, like, progressive trance um, and house music in the 90s and 2000s. Uh, but it just, I don't know. Like, I love, I love classic, like, 80s pop and 80s rock. And now, like, I just, I love Synthwave. And um, that's just kind of... Oh, it just said uh, you got a rare weapon. That's cool. Yeah, no, it I, just notified me that you yeah, got a rare. Oh, no, you, you can't you can't keep your rare weapon secret. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. It's like not nobody can steal it from you or anything. Yeah, but maybe they can badger you to trade it, or can you even trade trade yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah, there's definitely. You know, Final Fantasy fourteen does this weird thing that I that I kind of don't like, where. Uh, you, once once you have fought with a piece of equipment you you can you can you can't sell it huh. but you once it reaches like a uh like a a certain level of, of bond with you from using it so much which like for higher level gear takes freaking forever um like you can then uh turn it into a piece of materia which like is just like an augment that you can put on weapons which or 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 armor that you you can then sell that but like i it like it makes the 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 Final Fantasy 14 economy is not very interesting to engage in compared to Final Fantasy 11 to me, but I don't, I don't play the game at a very deep level. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, but like, yeah. you know, I mean, I, like, it was I always, it was always exciting, like selling level. stuff on the auction Probably house, not. like 
you know, selling your old gear and stuff. I mean, it it kind of felt like, you know, you were, uh, you know, a piece of armor that helped you out at one point is now, you know, helping out someone else who was where you were, you know? And you can't do that anymore. So it's kind of sad. Is there a way to increase the amount of stuff you can carry? Uh, so you can send it to storage. Have you been doing that? Can you? I yeah, but can you just do it while you're in? Man. Oh, cool! I didn't realize you could just do it when you're just like out. Yeah, you just hi, uh, select the item, send to storage. Cool, I had no idea. I was sitting here discarding things that were junk. That I thought was junk. Uh, MD wants to know what class you're playing. He, they like the, the combat style. Uh, I it's This is a bouncer. Bouncer. I am but, a ranger. Uh, what, what, what exactly does a bouncer do? Uh, it's more like hand-to-hand -hand and swords and stuff like that. I'll always choose anything that uses swords. If I can. Blades. Yeah. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> uh, how, how many classes are there? There are six. Oh. But you can actually... Um, you can kind of multi-class, it looks like. I haven't delved much into it um but it looks like you can kind of multi-class into some of the other trees hmm. from the other classes and you can change your class like you're not stuck um with one class but if you do change to another class you're you're starting at level one but you can change hmm. back over to your original class yeah. like so just just like fall fantasy 11 and 14 it, it always th it throws me for a loop because that's the, you know, I, I know I keep bringing them up, but that's like my frame of reference. Online, you know, and well, like it's, always, it's always, it's always seems strange to me, like hearing people like, oh, they ha they start a new character because they want to play a different class. It's like, well, yeah, well, well, I mean, it's all about that job system. <laughs> but now you could have, like, yeah, just like a lot use the of one um, people are, are saying like, if you are familiar with Final Fantasy 14, then a lot of the concepts like this game won't be a shock to you mm. yeah uh, the importer says there are actually 12 classes oh do 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 we know if the game is launching with like all the content that the japanese version we, has? nobody knows yet because i mean yeah, there's a lot a of stuff and a lot of stuff a lot of that content is might be tough to get the rights to uh, to release in other countries. That makes sense. And that was that was a big thing that Phil said, though, was he wanted all content regardless yeah, of, I mean, that's kind of, you know, whether it was exclusive to Japan or not. I think that's probably one of the things that they've been having issues with and, you know, trying yeah. to secure. Uh, but it is, that was what Phil said in one of the post-interviews that um, at E3 last year that, you know, it was specific 
in requesting all content regardless. Well, you know, I mean, why you, why don't you just do what you did in the NES days, you know? Take a licensed game from Japan and make it something unlicensed in America, you know? You know, or, or, or you know, take uh, take Kenshiro out of Fist of the North Star and uh, place him with generic Karate Man. <laughs> Journey to Silius. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they lost the license with that. But, I mean, just make it, you know, if... If if it, if it yeah. if it's like I mean I don't know what 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 kinds of con I'm assuming you're talking like it's like licensed content that's like a tie-in with like a Japanese company or an anime or something but like just replace the characters. Yeah, and that might be part of the development uh, of this version. I mean, we we don't know, but um, I mean that that could that could definitely play a part. Journey to Silius was never released as Terminator, but uh, but it, it did start off development as a Terminator game. Right, that was the original plan. Yeah, yeah. But then there's you know other examples of like uh, I think Shatterhand is based on an anime or manga or something. Japan. you know, and they just reskinned it for the U.S. Oh, um, Keith Courage. Oh yeah, Keith Courage. Yep. Yeah, that was definitely an anime uh, before he became Keith Courage. Yep. Uh, fun fact about that, actually, they are remaking that same anime for this year, like the anime that inspired the Keith Courage game. Uh huh. I wonder if they'll get if they'll make a remake of the game. Uh, that, that would be that would be hilarious. It w it would be so funny just to see them like try to try to make turn a new game and actually keep courage oh my god <laughs> well it, it would be, be I, I mean that'd be, be a bonus for the it'd be a cool baby. way to promote it for sure yeah actually um shouldn't the the pc engine mini shouldn't that be coming out soon oh yeah that's Mark. a good Mark. point <laughs> i haven't really thought about lately like i don't i don't think no, no, next month. Konami maybe. has really been doing anything to, or is, is it Konami that's releasing? Yep. I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't think they've been doing a whole lot to drum up. Uh, it says, um, well, it's March not a pachinko, 19. so. <laughs> it says Mar March 19 is a supposed release date. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. You know, I, uh -oh, I, I the ordered boss? the I, I the ordered boss, I the US version just because I don't have anything that looks like a turbo graphics. You know, I've I've got PC a PC engine. Um I actually have two PC engines. But uh I don't I don't have a turbo graphics and I thought, well I'll just get even though I think the turbo graphics oh, hideous. Um even though I think the Turbo Graphics is, is is hideous and the PC Engine is beautiful, I was like, eh, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna order the Turbo Graphics. But now uh, I'm like, oh, like oh, maybe I should order <laughs> the engine. Whoa! Because like I, I I've kind of ended up for whatever reason getting like the Super Famicom Mini, the 
Mega Drive Mini instead of US versions. So now I'm kind of like, well, maybe I should continue the trend. I don't know. <laughs> did you get oh. the uh, Tower of Power from Japan? I've been still thinking about getting that. Corey did. Or no, Corey got the US one. But no, I, I don't have a Tower of Power. I got the... Uh, oh, I'm trying to remember what online store I ordered. It might have been. Was it PlayAsia? I can't remember if it was PlayAsia or something else where I ordered the... the I ordered the Asian uh, Genesis Mini for Alien Soldier. Um, And it wasn't in the box, but it was like tossed into the package was was a... For some reason, a, a an American Genesis Sonic oh. cart, mini cartridge. Even though it, it was a Mega Drive, but it was it was the it was the Genesis style cartridge for some reason. Hey, it's coming in here with you. That's yeah. cool. I thought that was supposed to happen. Yeah, normally uh, I've always done this single, and like no one, no one comes in party wise. How do how do those guns work? The... Some of them the turrets. Yeah. yeah, they have a big charge attack on them that you can do. Is that black bar over it mean that it's already depleted? Like, there's no is there uh, any I reason think to it's, get... it, it? It's heating up. Yeah, it's heat. Oh, I see. This this kind of, this kind of makes me think of that. Uh, that uh, water tunnel level in, uh, in Sin and Punishment 2. I, oh, and what? Oh. In Sin and Punishment 2. Uh, what, what were you thinking of? I thought you were going to say it was like the the one part in Bayonetta when she's like surfing on the... Or Bayonetta oh. 2. Oh, but that's over the water, isn't it? It's like in a tunnel, I thought. Oh, I, I mean, I've only played Bayonetta. Maybe the frame rate was so bad on PS3 that I couldn't tell it was an. Un- Whoa. This is like uh, Delroy Lee on steroids. Yeah. I think that's exactly what it's going for. It also makes me think of that boss fight on the boat on uh, Resident Evil 5 a little bit. Hmm. And, the, <laughs> and the guns and the gun turrets on that, you know. It's basically Leviathan. That actually reminded me that Bayonetta is actually coming for a PS4 in like a week or so. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, with Vanquish. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that was coming that soon. Yeah. Like how much is week. it going? How much is that going to cost? Forty. I mean, I, I'm gonna. I'll definitely get the Xbox One version. Yeah, those games feel at home on Xbox. I would say. It's weird though, like. I definitely think a Bayonetta is like a Nintendo now, so it's kind of strange. Whoa. Like, I don't... 
I'll Do see you didn't have enough heal mats? What? Heal mats? Heal materials. Oh, no, I didn't. I'm just... It's just close. That's pretty cool looking. Oh, we got him. Nice. It's pretty crazy that they're that they're doing a free-to-play model with this. Really, yeah. I mean, that's surprising to me. I didn't realize I mean, it was. Well, I mean, most MMOs now are free-to-play. I mean, I can really only think of World of Warcraft that still sticks to a subscription model. Well, I'm not even talking subscription, though. I'm just talking like you don't even have to buy the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that, that is surprising. Right. Yeah, well, I thought does, that was does, the case. I thought you had to buy the game. I, I, I take it this game doesn't have any offline. No, online only. Yeah. So, it, it's, it's going to be difficult to play this game... Uh, many many years down the road, but oh, I'm yeah. sure there were private servers and stuff. But I don't, you know, I don't know how we're going to get around that with like modern, you know. I to be honest, I don't know what like the state of like you know custom firmware on like you know any of these current platforms. So, you know, and if you will be able, well, to, I know like, with the game like this to a, a custom server in the future. I know with the first PSO. Um, they reverse, they got a lot of the code and reverse engineered it, like the servers and stuff. And that's why we're able to play uh, mm. PSO, at least on the GameCube, Blue Burst, and Dreamcast version, uh, because of the the data that they were able to pull through streaming from Sega and then read that and translate it and recreate it. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I don't know, you know, I don't know how, you know, they're doing it with this, but I know another online series that, or not online series, but I loved Metal Gear Online and the original MGO from Subsistence on the PS2. There are private servers that you can now play uh, with, you know, the original Subsistence. I know they have... um, uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, they've they've got MGO2 uh, where they can play as well. I haven't tried that, uh, but I think I think you need an action replay on the PS2, but you can, or at least back then, but you could play now Metal Gear Online, and they did the same thing. They were able to reverse engineer somehow with the code and, you know, able to, to create servers based on that, and I'm sure, well, I don't want to say I'm sure, but I have a feeling that a lot of this will be the same with some of these other things. Some intrepid person out there is like, um, 
looking at all the code and oh, like figuring sure. this network traffic out and you know able to take all that store it and just kind of like okay in the future i'm gonna need this information yeah this happened yes yesterday to me where i just got stuck in this loading screen oh really yeah i had to like quit <laughs> the game yeah city of heroes and star wars galaxy is another you know in you know world of warcraft has private servers as well so you know there's people who are able it, well at least with pc you're getting the with those older games you're actually getting the game um blue burst uh was the same you know they figured out and that's why it's really easy because you just take blue burst download the client and then you know go to the website get your hunter's license and get right in the game but i'm sure you know i have a feeling that like maybe the pc version of pso2 will probably be something that People will figure that out. I don't know about Xbox, maybe PlayStation. If they're mm. still, if people are still kind of um, hacking and looking into it like they did with the PS3, uh, then there might be a way. But I don't know. That's way they way above my head. Yeah. So I'm just gonna it's jump just in and grab know. those rewards that I had sitting there, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it. I think. Yeah, I guess it is getting late, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 9.30 right now. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, late. so late. <laughs> <laughs> so I played, looks like I played in the West Coast. 10 minutes. That's, That's why it. it's the best coast. <laughs> so eight hours, though, I mean, that's a good amount of time. That's more time I spent playing any game. In... Yeah. Even more than Mario 3. <laughs> That is, uh, that is true. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm just happy because it's Fantasy Star Online, and we're finally getting it here in North America. Like after all these years, never yeah. thought it was going to happen, and thankfully, you know, Phil Spencer, um, put maybe some some foot to ass <laughs> and kicked That's Sega right. in gear and. You know, it 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 strikes me. Sega came out uh, and said, you know, that they're they're they didn't have as profitable of a quarter um, as they had hoped. And it's like, you know, I wonder if this game was out already in North America. You know, how much? I I really want to see the jump, like how much money Sega makes off this, and be like, see, I, I would be very told curious. you so. Because in some ways, it seems it's. I mean, you know being purely based on you know cosmetic uh purchases uh for your character you know as being their only revenue stream it, i i would be very curious because it, it's it's hard for me to visualize how profitable that will be but the thing is it does seem like obviously free-to-play games are very popular and this game is clearly like a tier above your average free-to-play game because it wasn't made as a you know, I I will say this. I I play uh, Star Trek Online. I'm a huge Star Trek fan, and that game is just riddled with loot boxes and customizing ships, uh, or or purchasing ships. And the game just is hitting its tenth anniversary, and you think, oh, this MMO is dead. Oh, they 
they release a new ship in that game and they make so much money that really? like they just keep funding the game. They even though they have a skeleton crew, and that's the same with Star Wars: The Old Republic. They got a skeleton crew working on it, but they come out with some new armor sets and a mount, and people go in there and and buy you know a ton of it, and it makes a ton of money. And this I game used seems to be... more polished than any of those. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I used to be a community contributor for the World of Warships, and wargaming as a company. They release new tanks, new ships, new planes, and they go out there and, you know, they, they'll, they, they'll release, um, you know, a, a new battleship and they will s sell just millions of them. And it's, it's crazy how much, when you think about that ship that they just released, you know, they sold it for $60 bundled with a bunch of stuff. They made more money out of that than they would have ever done selling a game for 60 bucks in the store, getting cut, you know, from the middleman and everything else. It's just pure profit to them. And a lot of companies are realizing this. And I mean, it sucks because of the loot boxes and the microtransactions and everything, but it makes so much more money. And if, if you're not used to that, if you, if you don't know that, then it, it can be a hard concept to understand and just kind of being on the inside, especially from Wargaming's perspective, it's like they, they make bank. They release one <laughs> ship and they make bank. And it's like they, they've got their game funded and they just keep rolling out more ships and more. And all these companies are doing that too. Wow. And this is why I don't play MMOs much. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, just, I figured out how to equip the mag. I didn't have it equipped. Got your little Opa Opa. Yeah, I don't know when we're going to get the Dreamcast kit, but it will be an account unlocked. So every character that you make, you'll be able to have the Dreamcast uh, following you in around. There, there has really? to be an Opa Opa version of that. I'm sure there is. There is. Well, in PS, in um, in PSO, there is. Oh, okay. I remember seeing it. I'm sure they've got to have one here too. <laughs> And I, I do, um, I, I very much understand the, the hate with the pay to win, uh, but this game very much has said that all the microtransactions are cosmetic only. So, I mean, I, I, a lot of people that I know that have played for years on the Japanese servers haven't spent a dime. It has spent no money at all and have gotten years of enjoyment out of the game. And there, there's nothing, you're not competing against someone else in a PvP fashion. So, you know, the whole pay to win aspect in a game like this, I don't really, I don't really see it. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully it will be very successful and, and have a good. I mean, you know, it, it's. I, I, I think especially with like, you know, the beginning of a new generation coming and obviously the game's going to be playable there too. You know, I think, uh, I, uh, you know, it, it feels like they're prepping this game to be around for a long time. So, Yeah, it's the, it's one of the, I think the number one MMO in Japan. 
Um, and if it's been going on this long, you know, why not? I mean, we, you know, I, we've, I still, dropped, got Fall, uh, we've still got Final Fantasy 11 that came out in yep. 2002. Yep. And oh, in Star Wars, the old Republic, <laughs> just as an example, everyone, everyone says that game's dead, but it's still crawling along. Disney, yeah. you know, they keep talking about doing stuff with Revan and this and that and what they're going to do with the game. The game keeps going along. Same with all these others because they keep making money. So obviously there's something there. And I I feel this game, based on the track record and the track record of other dead, dying MMO games out there that keep going, there's no reason not to think based on that observation that this one, you know, won't stay around for a while too. All right. Is that about wrap it up? I think that's going to wrap it up. Oh, well. Every time I'll... Corey plays from his new house, we, we do we do late streams. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, this is a special one because it's Fantasy Star Online. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Next time I play, it was, it's going to be it was, back. Uh, it was a fun stream. A little more, more normal. And uh, once this comes out, then hopefully I'll see other people in the chat, like online with with me. Yeah. There, there's Sonicu yep. again. <laughs> I don't know if Sonicu is in is in the chat or not. He might he might see in Sonicu. Anyways, well, thanks everybody who donated and everybody who hung out. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And uh, look for that documentary, episode one, this week. This week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it. Uh, thanks, Blade Blur and Vanessa, for hang- for playing and <laughs> Vanessa for carrying us through <laughs> through the, uh, the, <laughs> the original thing. I'm just Star glad Island. that you're getting use out of that broadband adapter and it's not just sitting around. <laughs> oh heck yeah! I'm, I would be playing ones. more. I gotta pass the time till this full game comes out. <laughs> and I'm just glad to be carried away with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we will uh, we'll see you soon. Good night, everybody. Take Bye care. If anyone can see me waving in this <laughs> tiny corner of the screen. <laughs>